Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Hello. And join special guest, longtime friend of the show. You know him from our artwork, Zach. Hey, my voice finally. (laughs) (laughs) You've been mentioned so many times. Literally every episode. Oh, good. Yeah. And he says, oh, good. Thanks for the art. No. So, uh, (laughs) you know, no no Jehu this week. He's traveling he's I in think. kentucky joseph told him not to be here yeah, <laughs> just literally broke his heart he's, he's on now, our group he's text. now off the podcast so uh zach you have figuratively large shoes to fill okay uh how do you feel about mad max fury road uh it's pretty good oh you'll be fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait is that hurt <laughs> uh we are gonna do our decade review because i'm sure people are dying to know what movies we thought were great yeah during this past decade we feel above just the year review so we're yep. going all in with a decade review well, like most media, outlets. I was about to say, we're just it's our brand new original idea that we came up with. So we have a lot of genres. I'm sure we're going to talk about a lot of different yeah. movies. So yeah, we're we're going from uh, 2010, a simpler time, all the way through up through, through now. Yeah, it, I was Air Force Christian, and now I'm Dad Christian. So that's my evolution. I was going to look up transformation. I was going to look yep. up things that were happening in 2010 just for comparison. But who had a I think Twitter know. was still big. Yeah, it's carried. Over. I don't know that it's actually Twitter was that big in 2010. No. I mean, James Gunn was posting tree dick jokes on it in 2010. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a simpler time. Hey, yeah, turn- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good roll. Let's go on to the next thing. <laughs> so uh, do we just want to start with genres? Yeah. And just just you know. storm in. We got a list. Um, some fun, some you know, classic. And you know, I've done some research for this episode. So I, I feel too. extra prepared. Me too. So some research. <laughs> yeah, jo- uh, J- Joseph failed to text out the categories. Oh, yeah, I just have a, a main list. <laughs> Maybe when we say the genre, they'll start coming to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I'll yeah. just agree with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> You're handicapped, but yeah. that's Joseph's fault. Best action movie, we're going to start hot and heavy. Uh, mine is probably would fit in a couple of categories. Um, I really had two I couldn't pick between. There's one answer mm-hmm. here. I, yeah. I know Mad Max Fury <laughs> Mad Road Max is, Fury. but I hear, my other would be The Avengers because I think how influential it was for action movies that literally studios changed the way they made decisions after that movie I came mean, out. that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily because it's an action movie or because it's full of superheroes. Well, I would call, I would, and also I would say that might be a comic book movie. That it might be a little uh, Yeah, different. I mean, it's both. I, mean, I, think, I don't action. think it's the best comic book movie. Well, yeah. even, <laughs> even as far as comic movies, I think uh, as far as like action Marvel movies, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is, is the winner for better. me. Yeah, yeah it's better. better. I just There's think a when couple better than when that. When we're talking about like action movies, like to me that one had such a big footprint yeah. across movie making in yeah. general mm. that you couldn't you can't ignore it yeah. i pick mad max uh fury road i mean it is literally one big action chase scene mm-hmm. um it, is there a lot of depth to it no but god that substance is so good this, i mean the it, aesthetic it, of it and the, and the music mm-hmm. like i mean that movie's charlize theron's you know furiosa is like an amazing character um, it even makes me like Nicholas Holt a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little bit. He, he's good in that. <laughs> movie. Yeah, he's great. Um, my, the one, you know, that's the winner. I, I think the one I picked. I picked a couple. Ones. Yeah, that's the craziest thing though, because this decade has been really great for action movies yeah. as yeah. a whole. I picked Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Fallout. As a I think contender. all the Mission Impossible movies we got this decade are great. Yes, we'll come back to that. I, I haven't like... seen any of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh shit! You need to at least see the last one. Yeah, the yeah. one with Henry Cavill, the newest one. 
They're, I think they're all good except for two, but you got to watch two. So yeah, that's especially all, it's for, all especially for Fallout. Yeah, <laughs> um, his special power in two comes you know, back to help. The, the 2010s brought us John Wick. Yep, yep. True. See, uh, I put John Wick Chapter Two as another action contender. The the raid. The raid yeah, is that is going to be my number one for yeah. action. Is just the raid and the raid two is also good, but the raid is just like as far as just stripped down pure action. It's mm-hmm. so and again, it's like unbelievably influential. Like mm-hmm. everything else that we've seen since the raid is pulling from Agreed. the raid. Yeah, see, I've never seen the raid, so I got to catch. Oh, that. It's, it's good. Awesome. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of those. It's one of those. I'm I'm a big fan, and we'll find this over the course of my <laughs> list. Is uh, I like scoping. I, I don't like the story to be too big, yeah. you know, or, or and one of the beautiful things about the raid is if you start when you're going into like this, this compound and mm. the end of it is coming out of the compound and yeah, the, that's, that's it. That's the whole movie. The last time I watched it, I had a copy that didn't have subtitles. And I still enjoy. I mean, you still could, yeah, yeah. It's still so good. I'm not sure that the, the most important thing is it's a guy, he's got a wife at yeah. home and then he's just got to get back to his wife at home. Yeah. You know. I would say also the kind of the American version of that dread. I yeah. thought was no, really yeah, absolutely. Good. And it's very similar to it's very similar, yeah. but it still works even mm-hmm. if it is kind of copycat. I, I still think there's no competition though. I yeah. think I think Mad Max Fury Road is is the runaway winner with that, just because it, it is like it was so unexpected. It was so fantastic, and it's just like it. it it's dope. It's yeah, rock and roll it, in movie form. It's, it's well, oh, it's metal, man. It's yeah. super metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's one of it's one of the best uses of like a visual medium used this decade. Yeah. I, I, Practical effects. Yeah. I mean, they crash cars. Yeah, I mean, movies. Rewatch. I mean, it's going to hold up forever. One thing that's classic. really interesting about that film to me also is how it was constantly changing while they're mm-hmm. making it, and yeah. it's still the product. Like it, it goes to show that a movie is made in editing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they really some troubleshoot. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Took decades to get made. They constantly rewrote the script on set. They filmed crap without dialogue just because they thought it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then they make a dope-ass movie out of it. Yep. Two, uh, two others I thought about were uh, Fast Five, which mm. I think is the best of the Fast and Furious movies. It and is. I think it's a classic like <laughs> 90s action movie yeah. taken to the best degree. Yeah. Um, and then I put Baby Driver. Yeah, oh, yeah, Baby that's a great choice. You know, yeah. I think it's interesting, and it was Baby Driver well is a better Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. It's hundred percent. It's a great heist movie. I mean, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is yeah. so good at that. And I, I even like the main guy. I know you don't like him. Yeah, Ansel Elgort. Yeah, fuck that um, guy's name. <laughs> fuck yeah. that guy's mom. I guess. Uh, that's wow. a well done movie. So those are a couple other action, and then I put Django. But Django, I don't know if you classify that as action. It's exactly, a little western. Yeah. The the last twenty minutes, it's an action. Yeah, movie, a lot but of it sh- takes three hours to get there. We could do western too if we <laughs> yeah. want. If we, we want to throw that as a Tarantino category, movies because that's kind of is the genre of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have a well. We're doing our comedy next, and that's kind of good transition. I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as one of the mm. best comedies. I don't know if yeah. it's strictly a comedy, yeah. but I think that's one of the things I think of is how funny it was. <clears throat> I, I, I had a similar problem because I was thinking, I was like, is that a comedy? Is it not? Because it is a yeah. really funny it's movie. It's very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, uh, me, to me, the, the clear answer here is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. I mean, that's a great answer. I'm not going to argue yeah. that. I don't know if that's a clue. That's one of the answers for sure. Yeah. To I me, that came out so recently. Yeah. <laughs> 2010, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I wrote down the year just because I thought... It, it felt like it could have been maybe older than that, yeah. but it plays in so many genres. It really strikes humor and makes fun of itself and about the things it's about, mm-hmm. and, and all the jokes land. I mean, it's the best It's the best video game movie we've ever had yeah. and probably yeah. ever will have, Yeah. Um, which, you know, was surprising because it wasn't a video game, and then they made it into a video game, yeah. and the video yeah, games yeah. also do. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I picked This is the End. 
which is my favorite of the Seth Rogans yeah. with uh, Emma Watson and you know a bunch of famous people, and it does really funny things with the rapture. And mm. uh, yeah, that stoner comedy done very well. Yeah, it's so, definitely the best version of that. Yeah, mm. and all those characters just playing like heightened versions of mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, who's Jonah Hill is is the funniest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exorcism of Jonah Hill still cracks me up. I, I mean, I've watched that movie as recently as this year, and, and it holds up. Oh, so. Man. Yeah, I found myself when I was going through like things that, like when I think about it, I think are funny were things that were not necessarily like just straight comedies, like yeah. the Tarantino. Because yeah. uh, the one that I was going to land on, and, and realistically, Scott Pilgrim was a much better choice. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> uh, was going to be the Nice Guys. Uh, oh, the Nice Guys yeah. is great. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. I really yeah. like that. That movie, movie is good. hilarious. Yep, that's a good choice. I thought of that yeah. one. It didn't make my final cut, but it was one of the ones I thought of. I had a similar problem. Like a lot of my, I mean, the only ones on my list that are comedy are. Uh, I put Free Fire on there. I don't know. If yeah, you yeah, yeah. Thought, <laughs> that's a silly ass action movie. comedy. Yeah, and that's it makes me laugh. I've probably watched that the most <laughs> out of like any movie of the past decade. Um, that and uh, this might be kind of a spoiler, but One Cut of the Dead is really good. So mm. and it's really funny. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I, I thought that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think if you hit something that's non-mainstream, you have to ex- at least explain okay. a little bit what um, it is. It's it's a zombie movie in done in one cut. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. And then it becomes something else. And that's all I'll say, but it's really good. I watched it on Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> uh, Lady Bird was another one comedy. Yeah, I don't. I guess that is a comedy. Yeah, I mean, that's probably where I classify it. And I, it's, it's super funny. If you haven't seen that movie... Uh, Cerise Ronan, yeah. uh, and what's what's the mom in that? I feel like you've gotten Saoirse Ronan at least once, <laughs> just by I, I, I like to you know switch back and forth. Who is the mom? Uh, uh, she's from Roseanne, and yeah, I just don't know her name. Is it Laurie Metcalf? Laurie, yeah, Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Timothy Chalamet. Fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> um, and then what about Thor Ragnarok? Oh yeah, yeah that's a, a good comedy. choice. Yeah, I think I mean, that, any Taika White. Yeah, I put What We Do in the Shadows is one of my choices. What We Do in the Shadows is up there for me as well. Trying to think if there are any, you know, what's funny? The one I probably watched the most, even though I recognize it's incredibly stupid and doesn't deserve to be in this conversation, is "Were the Millers." <laughs> yep, really. Uh, I I laugh every time I watch that movie, and okay. I've seen it several times. God, we watched it a ton at the theater. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is funny in that movie. That yeah. is a good movie. It's it's not. It is. I recognize <laughs> that it's terrible, but it just the jokes land for me. Anyone else? That's so we tapped out on comedy. We're going. I guess. Well, oh. would you count Swiss Army Man a comedy? Oh I yeah, would. no, that is a yeah, comedy because okay, yeah, I have yeah. that on my. I list. don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things where I laugh, but I think I just laugh because I was confused. <laughs> yeah. a lot of the it's time. It's totally I didn't, insane. I didn't know how else to react to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you guys haven't seen Swiss Army Man, just don't look at anything about it. Just watch yeah. it. Don't read the bio. It's got just, Harry Potter yeah. in it. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> And the Riddler. And Paul Dano. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone's a superhero. <laughs> you want to go sci-fi now? We can go sci-fi. Sci-fi? It's been a good decade for sci-fi. It has. I After think. a terrible decade for yeah, sci-fi. Correct. <laughs> there were a lot of good sci-fi. We've, we've come back around. We, I'm, I'm curious to hear people's answers. My, mine is Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go on that also. Yeah. That movie is, I mean, it's long. It's kind of dreary. But, man, that is a well-done yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what that guy does with Dune because yeah, that guy can yeah. make a movie. Yeah, um, Ryan Gosling is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the his girlfriend, who's the program, yeah. is awesome in that He's movie. Awesome. Yeah, and just the aesthetic of it. Like, I love the cyberpunk thing, and Blade Runner is probably the best at doing that. So I'm going to go two movies, one of which made by the same director, which is Arrival. Uh, okay, yeah. Dennis, which is, I Dennis think, Villi- Vill- Denis Villeneuve. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the other one, to me, which is my favorite of the decade, is Ex Machina. 
Uh, Ex Machina is real high up there for me. That movie is it's it's all the best parts of science fiction in that it's you know it it seems somewhat real and obtainable, but and there's a horror element included Mm. to it, and uh, it's so well acted. Domino Gleason's great. I can't remember the name of the robot chick. And Alicia Vikander. Vil- <laughs> yeah, 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 nice job. Married Michael yep. Fassbender. Yep. Uh, they're both compelling leads, and Oscar Isaacs is stupid fun. And, and I, one of the, I think one of the most fun parts of that movie, besides, you know, like the sci-fi element is really cool, but you, again, it, it's one of those scope kind of limited perspective yep. things. Like, uh, what's his name? Don- Donald Gleason is going in knowing that everything's not quite on the level, but he just does not know like what amount of it is bullshit, yeah. and you don't either. And that's what I think. That's what makes that so compelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one I was going to bring up was Annihilation, which is and that's the same director. It is. Right? And yeah. it, you know, you and I were just talking about movies that I don't, that you don't necessarily like, but leave an impression on you. Yeah. I don't necessarily like Annihilation, <laughs> but that lighthouse scene fucking sticks yeah. with me. Like, you I love can, that lighthouse. I, can, scene. I, <laughs> I still, yeah. I still think of like the music cues yeah. in that scene. Yeah. It's fucking wild. I've rewatched Annihilation several times. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good book to movie adaptation. My pick well. was. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second one. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, with Caesar and Koba. I guess that's a, a sci-fi. It is. Yeah, we got oh, yeah, def- yeah. And Jason Clark, Gary Oldman, like that is a that movie's dope. And it, right. and I didn't expect it to be so good because the first one's like fine with James Franco. Yeah. yeah. But man, that second one it opens with like him showing his son how to hunt the bear, and they're just like, I mean, you're right in it. That's a mm. dope. I love that movie a lot. It, it's cool. such an impressive step, like you said, from the first one to the second one, like. Whatever Matt Reeves saw, the potential, I mean, he yep. delivers on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Koba, Koba's one of the best villains of the decade, for sure, in that movie. Uh, some of the other ones I wanted to mention as far as the sci-fi action, Edge of Tomorrow was this decade. Yeah, it's yep. a great oh, yeah. film. Uh, which I got confused about because I saw the name Edge of Tomorrow. I was like, that's not anything yeah. I've seen. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, I mean, that's... that's Di- you know, Wait, what was the other name of it? Live, Live, Live Die, Repeat. Live Die, Repeat. Yeah, it's, it's a uh. sci-fi Groundhog Day, and it's it's... <laughs> That concept executed the best it could possibly be. Yeah, yep. very, it's very well done. But for me, the number one uh, one is one that's in contention for my number one of the decade, which is Snowpiercer. I fucking love uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah. Snowpiercer's uh, excellent. It's good stuff. Yeah, it, it's, also, good it's also the best movie that's a video game that's not based on a video <laughs> game. Yeah. You really like that director, too. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has he done? Later. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we just did Parasite this past year. Okay. It's been a uh, it's been a strong year for science or decade, decade for yeah. science yeah. fiction. Inception was another one I found yeah. this oh, year. Yeah. Inception which good. is was it twenty twenty? Yeah, twenty ten. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh shit! That I I don't know. Is that the top one? Yeah, Inception's good, and then I got The Martian, which is a great popcorn movie yeah. with yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. That's not sci fi. That's that's real science. science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I had Gravity, which yeah, doesn't I, hold up. I couldn't decide what yeah. to do about Gravity. Yeah. Gravity was the most singular watching experience yes. of this decade yeah. for me. I, I loved it the first time I watched it. Like, I literally walked out of that movie thinking it was fucking amazing. It does not hold up at home, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, think, I think Gravity has the same weight that, like, Avatar has. Like, it is a theater experience, and in the theater, it works. At home, on your shitty-ass TV... No. Doesn't have the same, but yeah, Sandra Bullock. I mean, that's a good survival. I mean, she's good in that. Yeah, movie. yeah. It's it. I, I did like that movie a lot, but I don't think it holds up anymore. It's 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 again. It is like the movie is an experience. Like it's not meant yeah. to be dissected mm-hmm. or like broken down the character arts. It's just like yeah. you feel it yeah. with her kind of thing. It feels yeah. like something they would show at a museum, like a science museum. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Which would be fucking dope if they do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go. it's super <laughs> scientifically inaccurate, but. <laughs> 
Yeah, so th- those are a couple other ones. I, I mean, I love The Martian, and I mean, those are all great movies. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna add uh, Upgrade. I don't know if you guys. Oh saw yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that's like the better Venom, right? Yeah, with the yeah. knockoff <laughs> Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this also gave us, you know, timeless classics such as Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. Was that this decade? Yeah. Yes. I found I found that on people's top sci-fi yeah, movies. Yeah, a lot of people oh, like yeah. it. Really? I was did a lot of research. <laughs> it's terrible, but I would say it's it's one of Michael Fassbender's best acting performances. Yeah. He's so great. As I mean, he's pretty good in most things. Even yeah. in the second one where he's like yeah, two both. Yeah, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the, that's the actually Fassbender pretty great. fight to the death. I hate yeah. that movie, but he is pretty good at <laughs> it. Alien Covenant. <laughs> Uh, next, we got horror, which is not Ooh. my category. So well, that's okay. We uh, have the horror expert yeah, here. Yeah. Most of my list was horror. Let's so. pivot to you to start then. What do you, would you say is the best horror All of the right. decade? I know what it is. Um, well, but, I mean, just because I saw it recently, I guess The Lighthouse I would start out with um, because I guess it's kind of horror. <laughs> but I, Ian hated that movie. Yeah, I, 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 I walked out of this movie, so oh, I might have no. missed what happened. <laughs> At one point, they were like painting the side of the wall and like mm-hmm. William Defoe is just chastising Robert Pattinson and yeah. then he stares at a bird for like five minutes yeah. and I'm like I, I don't get that <laughs> I mean it's all pretty much like that I don't think it would have changed <laughs> longer but uh, for more crowd pleaser I could go Hereditary uh, I really liked it's a good choice I hear that's um, great I'm going to add in It Follows because I feel like that's that... Joseph's answer. That is yeah. my answer. Okay, good. Well, I'll let you talk about it because I have a lot of others. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I mean, that's fine. I'm sure everything that you have is something that I will also have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, It Follows for me is, is a top 10 movie in general yeah. for me. I mean, talking about influential, I feel like that was, if not the start, at least near the start of like the whole 80s like boom of recent stuff. Maybe. <clears throat> What's that, what year did it come out? I don't know. At least in horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, just it's just a really well done film that I feel like uh, you know none of us are at this table are big horror people, but it's more, it was one of those movies that made me feel like oh shit there are good things in this genre I should probably go back and watch more of them. <laughs> yeah, what else you got, Zach? Uh, Green Room. Yeah, it's a yeah, good one. I, mm-hmm. that one. I didn't have that one. Very. I haven't. I've only seen it once, but it was great. That I one think time. that's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of the horror movies. Yeah, Mandy from a couple years ago. Is that good? That's the Nick, Nick Cage, Cage one. Right? Yeah. I guess it was last year, but um, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it really makes me excited about um, uh, the color out of space that's coming out because mm-hmm. you know I feel like he's he kind of did that kind of thing with Mandy, and it's it's now he's like really leaning into it. Um, and then the guest, I would also add. The Is guest, that the one with Dan N- Stevens? No, no, no. I'm thinking M Night Shyamalan. I think that was like the, the one where they saved the grandparents. The visit. That's the visit. I never yeah. saw that one. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Here has a twist. That, okay, yeah. of course. <laughs> no, it's like why did I say that? You already said it's in my shadow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I guess the void is one that some people don't like, but I really like because it's a lot of like gross, goopy monster stuff. It kind of feels like an old John Carpenter movie, mm. but like made recently. I remember the trailer for that, and yeah. I was like, "No, this is not for me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put fun. I put three of the popcorn movies. I put mm-hmm. Get Out. Oh yeah, which yeah. I thought was. A good I mean, again, as far as influential ones, it's probably yeah one yeah. of the biggest ones, about mm-hmm. the biggest uh, one. Quiet Place, which yeah. kind of oh, was yeah. the, the gimmicky horror movie. Yeah, yeah. I think what a Quiet Place does really well is show that horror doesn't have one. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be R rated. Yep, and, mm-hmm. and 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 can still carry weight. It also can have a mo. I think a lot of horror movies that maybe is more indie cut, like it follows. I don't think it's super mainstream, but yeah. it has like emotional weight to it. A quiet place is like a 
wide audience movie that says horror can be emotional and 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 connective and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's a good choice whether or not you know it's horror people's favorite movie is probably up for debate. But. I have I have two that kind of follow that direct uh, line. I think of of you know one of the big problems I have with you know kind of the cookie cutter horror movies is exactly that is yeah. all the people are idiots and you mm-hmm. hate them and you yeah. want them to make better decisions mm-hmm. so you don't really feel bad for them. Um, but two good ones that do kind of get you connected are uh, The Babadook, which was also kind of a uh, low-key Australian film a while back, and even further back, a great Tilda Swinton role, and we need to talk about Kevin, Ezra Miller, about (laughs) a a mother who gives birth to, uh, you know, kind of a serial killer, (laughs) and then has to, like, raise him, realize that she's, like, the only one that can recognize that he's got this, like, evil in him, and he's, like, perfectly nice to everybody else, but (laughs) evil to her. Uh, It's really great, (laughs) but it's scary as fuck, because it could definitely really happen. Yeah. Yeah, What was your last one, Ian? Yeah. Um, no, I think that was the only one. They only had two. I uh, I put you know a very meta answer, Cabin in the Woods. Sure, uh, oh, yeah. because of the connotations I think that it has. You know, and just conversation it has for horror yeah. in general. Um, the other one that I really like is The Witch. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I didn't put it on my list because I knew you were going to put it on your list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think that's an extremely not just. Was that 2017? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. like it not only is my favorite horror movie of the year, it's one of my favorite movies of that year. Like it's mm-hmm. just incredibly well made. Yeah, um, the attention to detail is crazy. And like just creating the period. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did such a good job of making it feel yeah. valid and real. Yeah. Oh, my other one was Bird Box. <laughs> I never watched it. Yeah, which I think is the opposite of Quiet Place almost, you know? Yeah. So it's, why is it on this list? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's good. It's like, it's, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's that gimmick taking all the way, you know? Gotcha, yeah, and I don't yeah. think it's done, it's done well. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's a one note thing, but I, I did enjoy it. Fair enough. I watched it, yeah. I watched it once too. <laughs> the only other one I wanted to dig even like way back for because it was 2010 is uh, one that I just don't feel like got it due in its time, which was The Crazies with Timothy oh, Oliphant. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. I think that's a good movie. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. it didn't it didn't pop with audiences, but I've rewatched it many times and I enjoy yeah, it. That's every how time. I feel about a lot of Timothy Oliphant things. <laughs> He's not he's usually off, the best part of it. He's off-putting. <laughs> what? He's it's the great. most off-putting handsome man. Like, <laughs> he, is, he, really is. he really is. Do you have any others since uh, it's, it's kind of your expertise? Yeah, I'll just give one last shout-out to uh, Housebound, which was a New Zealand oh, yeah, horror you, movie, you horror comedy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of funny New Zealand accents in it, so it's enjoyable. The best <laughs> accents. Yeah. Yes. Next, we got um, historical or biopic. I'm interested um, in this one. M- mine was you're probably gonna hate this, Irishman. <laughs> I mean, oh. I mean that's definitely a historical take through like mobster and you know the yeah. team. Yeah. Well, the real people. If it's how accurate it is, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's portrayed yeah. as being accurate. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. I mean it's involving presidents. I, so I mean I really enjoyed that movie. I know you didn't like it. Some of us were mixed, but I've watched it three times now. Holy oh cow. my god! Yeah, wow. I watched it the third time. I pieced it up at home, you know, falling asleep. But I really love that movie. I do. Dang. I mean, I love Joe Pesci, and yeah, it's eleven hours of your life. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Like, it's once good for the three hours. Yeah, it's really good. Three um, and a half hours. Three and a half and I put Twelve Years a Slave, and yeah. I put Lincoln. Those were the other two that, yeah. that oh, jumped yeah, out yeah. as being like really good for my, my. I think Lincoln is really well acted. 
I don't know that it's really well directed. Like it's yeah. it's very slow. You just took a shot at Steven. I know. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting because it's like it's a short. It's just like an it's a short time frame with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an interesting way to do a biopic. It's, know, it's sure. also fun because you you get to see a side of Lincoln that's not really presented yes. in like the history yeah. books. Yeah. Very soft talking uh, side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very high pitched soft talking yeah, side. Yeah. I mean, I love Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, he's, I mean he's great. He and, looks, he, and he's the right choice for yes. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he's the right choice for everything. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Twelve Years a Slave was also on my yeah, list. Yeah, I think Twelve yeah. Years a Slave is is a pretty solid uh, contender for most people. Yeah. My favorite yeah. of the decade, though, is The Social Network. Um, okay. It's, okay. Again, yeah. it's based on Accidental Billionaire, which how true is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's but, about the Irishman <laughs> level of yeah. true. I, <laughs> I would agree there. Um, but I, I love that film. I think it's excellent. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's one of the hard things about deciding the bi- the biopic is yeah. how much of it is actually uh, <laughs> biographically accurate. Mm-hmm. I also really liked Rocket Man. Uh, for yep. as for like a musical biopic, I think it's one of the better ones, and it is kind of fantastical in nature. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's really well acted, and I was pretty into it the whole Way time. Way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Of I, was, I was about to say, does anybody want to put Bohemian Rhapsody on their list? Anybody? Mm, mm, yeah, okay. trash. <laughs> Go ahead. That's it for me. I, you know, like, we've, we've, I didn't it, have that many in this category. 12 Years so. a Slave 12 was, years was, slave was I, think, I watched the it once, though, so I, well, I wouldn't... That was unintentional. I yes. could never watch that again. You know, that was such a hard, like, uh, yeah. Lupita Nyong'o's role. Yeah. Like, and Mike, with Michael Fassbender, like, absolutely Oh, not. Michael Fassbender's, like, the most the evil devil. person on the I'm planet. Just so, yeah. I'm so good in it. I know. I'm so happy that Lupita got more shit from that, though, yeah, because there agreed. was definitely yeah, a danger yeah. that she just get, like, cast as, like, yeah. the mm-hmm. the slave girl or something, but instead she's had a really broad Yeah, for yep. sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, career she since followed then. that up with The Force Awakens, yeah. and she, where she plays a CGI she's alien. She's done like. us. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she's classically trained. She went to one big, some big, uh, Acting school. I, I can't think, think of it. I think yeah. her and, yeah. yeah, I think she went to Juilliard. Oh no, her, maybe it was Yale. Her and Winston Duke went to both things. went yeah. to like really high prestigious schools. Yeah, together. Yes, because I remember <laughs> us them talking about it. Yeah, I mean that was it for the anyone else historical. I I looked back through because I didn't really add this on my main list, but Son of Saul was a movie that came out uh, twenty sixteen or fifteen fifteen I think. Um, it's about a guy in a concentration camp, and it did one of the most interesting things I've seen where. It wasn't like one take, but it was it was all about this one guy, and every single shot of the movie had that guy in it. Wow. Mm. So you'd be seeing things like if it was showing what he was looking at, he would it would be over the shoulder, or it'd be showing him from the front. It would just mm. like constantly following him around, and oh. it had the effect of like drawing me into it so much more than anything I've seen. That is interesting. Like that, yeah. So I think it's historical, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so think it's a true as story, close but... as the Irishman, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, romance is next, and. I only found three that I actually liked. I'm not a big romance. <laughs> See, this is where I was going to put uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> I think it fits in that category. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I put the winner is, of course, my my probably overall, it's going to be in the contention, is Silver Linings Playbook. Um, okay. Absolutely love that movie. Shows mental health in a, in a, in a interesting light it's eagles fans yeah there we go they that's do. what it's really about. i think, I think those two have great that that dance scene at the end yeah. i could watch a million times it's just very well done um yeah and those two you're right they they, they just pop off the screen yeah my uh, that's chris tucker has a great you know cameo role in that that was my pick for it as well. I will throw in your name, which is uh, anime yeah, film. Good choice. I was yeah. going to say that too, Robert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I think is it, it. Might in my opinion, might be the best anime film of the last decade, and mm-hmm. and it's a really great. Uh, romance story. Those are the only two that I really wanted to. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are Miyazaki films that might challenge it, but they won't stream them for me, so I won't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. 
I, I, I added uh, Moonlight is is great. Yeah, that's yeah. actually yeah, that's yeah. a great Moonlight pick. A Barry one. Jenkins. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. Well, um, Barry Jenkins, if Beale Street could talk, it, I did also yeah, I really. I didn't see that one. one. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't yeah. put either. Those, those are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Mo- Moonlight stuck with me. Like yeah. that was a movie mm-hmm. that, like, yeah. I mean, uh, Naomi Watts's character as being like the crackhead mom is just it's yeah. pretty daunting. Naomi Harris. Naomi Harris. Sorry. But yeah. yeah, no, she's really great in it. I, I don't. I'm surprised that, that that girl hasn't done more stuff. Yeah, one of the ones that I don't think a lot of people have seen that I wanted to put on this list because it's just an oddball choice is a, a movie called Perfect Sense with uh, Eva Green and Ewan McGregor. It's a sci-fi mm. movie where like all of humanity is slowly losing their individual senses oh my God. and wow. like dealing with it, which sounds horrifying. But it's kind of about how these this couple meets at the very mm. beginning and like how it their relationship flourishes while like they start losing all of their senses and kind of like how humanity comes that together. That sounds really interesting. Okay. It is really interesting. It's cool. on Hulu. I recommend it. Oh, okay. I'm going to check that out. Nice. I put Call Me By Your Name. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen yeah. that movie. That movie's really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca something with the G. I can't pronounce yeah. it. Uh, Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. Fuck that guy. And you hate that guy, <laughs> but you've mentioned like three of his movies. I know. He's in a lot of good movies. I think I resent him more. Be <laughs> fair enough. And uh, who's the guy? Um, he's in Boardwalk Empire. He plays, I forget, but he plays the dad in it, Michael Rosenberg or something. Oh yeah, yeah. But he, um, he was probably one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, so. yeah. He plays like the you know just a smart you know professor dad. But if you haven't seen that movie and you like romance, like that's one you got to get. Yeah. Have you any of you seen that? No, I did not see it. Yeah, but yeah, I just like I like the the hyphenated <laughs> professor dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly what it is when you see yeah. the movie. <laughs> um, so any any other romance? We want to move on. I was trying to come up with one, um, but this is just from last year. I liked it a lot. It was called The Old Man and the Gun. I don't know. If oh yeah, saw that. yeah, that's Robert Redford. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like a romance between two you know elderly people, and it's it's really charming. It's really like fun and light. I watched it on a plane, I think, and it was a perfect plane movie. Mm. <laughs> There's I, like, I like Robert Redford. Yeah. I want Robert Redford to be in more things. Also, Crazy Stupid Love, since I don't think anybody said it. Yeah, Crazy Stupid Love is excellent. Yeah, Robert Redford is now the president of the United States in the Watchmen universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That's true. Uh, did he ever make an appearance? No, he did not. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, best franchise movie. I'm going Mission Impossible. I think. I think. Ro- this decade, which one? No, I think. I think as a franchise. This decade. That's how you took it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All of those movies. All four of them that have. Three of them that have come out this decade. I don't know when three came. I don't know. Ghost out. Protocol yeah. might have been. Ghost no, Pro- Ghost Protocol was, the military, Ghost Protocol Ghost Protocol was 2011. Yeah. So okay. That, uh, all three of them. Yeah. Then that have come out during this are decade are excellent. Yep. Um, every time I've gone to one, I've had a great time, and uh, they keep up in the ante every time. They do. It, it's wild, and I enjoy it. So to me, that's the best franchise. I mean, you know, you've made a really strong case here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the the elephant in the room here is the Marvel universe, which has consistently pumped out. Yeah. Uh, you know, between great and entertaining movies, almost yeah, for, consistently. Yeah. yeah. See, I took that as best comic book movie. See. So that's why I excluded that out of life. Well, yeah, I mean, we, I but it is. You're right. It is. It's there a are no fucking rules here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's how I qualified. Yeah. That's why I didn't qualify. But you're right. That is probably the clear winner. Well, I, yeah, that's the thing though, yeah. because on a, on a sheer, I mean, they've they've done more quantity, and I think it's more impressive at the the average they've maintained. But just on yeah, like that's a three movie stretch. Yeah, I mean, Mission Impossible is probably the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say across the Marvel universe, we're talking. I would give it a B minus. I think I'd give it a B. I think there are 
um, really great movies. And then I think there's some that are pushing D plus, C minus maybe. Nah, see, I think most of them are solid Cs, even the bad ones. I think I like the early movies more than most people. (laughs) I like Thor. Other than like Thor the Dark World (laughs) and Iron Man 3. I think most of them are pretty solid. I see. I would yeah. say those two and the Ant Man movies yeah. really kind of I like pull Ant Man. I think those are the four that really kind of pull it down yeah. for me. Um, and so I'm just looking at a franchise that I like all of them, and it's Mission Impossible. That's I, fair. I, see, I picked best franchise movie. I thought, and I say it's Skyfall as like a singular best franchise movie that I took comic book movies mm. out. And then for a franchise, I'd say James Bond. You know, I love the... You book. hate okay. Spectre. Hurt. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm still just making Hurt an argument. So... I would agree with you, Mission <laughs> Impossible. But I think that's another thing we should consider. Yeah. Guy Falls the best movie. <laughs> Hurt's heart is warming somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of what you just said. Hurt, Sky- Hurt would probably say James Sky Falls the best overall movie, so does that carry the franchise a little bit? Oh, yeah. for sure. I but, mean, but, I don't think Spectre is as bad as people make it yeah, out to be. Spe- I'm fine mm. with James Bond being the number two, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I'd agree with that. Spectre's not a great movie. Uh, neither is Quantum of Solace, but I Casino think Royale. Yeah. I yeah. remember when did that come out? Is yeah. that counting? <laughs> yeah, I think it I might say have been it's only... like 2008, 2009 ish. Yeah. I think you're right. There's just two this decade then. No, that's three, right? Just Skyfall and Spectre. You're yeah, not think... Quantum of Solace? You no, think Quantum of Solace so. was before? Quantum of Solace was 2008. Oh, damn, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next we got... You guys is, got anything else? You want yeah, any other... No one's going to uh, take the DCEU? I mean, <laughs> Shazam was fun. Yeah. Yeah, Shazam's so a good time. Yeah. We have a category most disappointing where we may bring up a few of those. All right. Uh, animated. Best animated movie. Um, mm. Obviously... There's one choice. There's yeah. one choice. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. That is the clear winner. There's a couple <laughs> contenders I wrote down, but Into the Spider-Verse is hands down the best... Animated we movie. split it up, and we also think put a family category on there. And I think the best family movie is Inside Out. Yep, that's mm. on my list. But mm. the best animated movie is Spider Verse. Yep. Like yeah. the quality that Spider Verse is, yeah. and what they achieve in that movie. It's and great. They it's did something different than you correct. always yeah. see when you see an animated movie. Like it doesn't look like every other animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. It looks like a comic book. Yeah. They animated it different. I like that they even took something that we've seen on screen like 12 times in Spider-Man and give us a brand new interpretation. Yeah. How they do the origins and just redo it every Correct. Thing, it's yeah. just so funny. And I, I wrote Toy Story 4. You know, I didn't want that movie, but I'll tell you what, it, it does end the series in a good place. And I don't think it took away from 3 at all. So I wrote Toy Story, and the animation in that movie is fucking sick. Yeah. Like they've come so far in just how things look on screen. Mm-hmm. Like it looks real. You know, Keanu Reeves, Duke Kaboom. Think that's his name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just great. It's it, that's a great movie. Yeah, I would also kind of bleed more into the family section, but I think the entire How to Train Your Dragon series yeah. are excellent films. Yeah. Were they all this decade? I believe twenty ten was the first one. Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, and all three are great. Mm-hmm. I do hate and they Bear- work great Baruchel as a series. Like yeah, Jay Baruchel sucks. Yeah, it makes perfect sense at where they go, <laughs> and, yeah. n- and not one of them is kind of like lacking. Like that's a story you want to follow. Is the third one yeah. good? Because I never saw the third one. I have to. It admit. is. Yeah. Man. It is. I think it's a strong series. I do you believe you that? I feel like, like I'm. <laughs> you say you say it makes so much sense. The, I think the plot of the second one is fucking nonsense. Well, they change it. I know they change it in a good way, but. Fam- I mean, famously I, on this podcast, the story we've told. I think yeah. it's a fine. I like the series. I just like uh, <laughs> yeah. that was a weird thing to point to as its strength. I, I think it is. I think you can follow. There's a natural train of thought through all three of those films. I wanted to throw in the uh, the two we Wes go. Anderson films, both fantastic, Mr. Fox Fuck and you. Isle of Dogs. Of course, I love this. Fucking this is the movie. point where Joseph has to prove he's smart. I will give I you <laughs> fantastic, Mr. Fox is great. I have more to prove I'm yeah. smart. We'll uh, uh, Zootopia, which I think is really great, yeah. and and uh, to me kind of unexpected. Yeah, Zootopia, Zootopia should be. on I didn't think it would be nearly as good as it was. It, Zootopia it has so many layers. Yeah. 
And there's just so many things, if you're looking out of the corner of the screen, that can crack yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, I've watched yeah. it a ton. Uh, Your Name, which we talked about, the, right, the right. Japanese anime film. Uh, there is a, uh, uh, the only Miyazaki film that I've seen, which was streaming for whatever reason, uh, is a, it's actually a French film called The Red Turtle. And it's about a guy who, it's an animated film about a guy who gets shipwrecked and it's completely like wordless and it's just about him like, I don't you know, it's kind of like Castaway. Hmm. Yeah. But but it's just, it's beautiful and, and it's weirdly spellbinding for the fact that nobody talks in it. And that's okay. probably, I mean, I still think Spider-Verse is probably my pick. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it's up there. <laughs> Spider-Verse is probably a bigger, more, got a lead than the rest of them than even Mad Max over action movies, I'd say. Like Spider-Verse is- like, I don't agree with that. I think <laughs> I think it's been a crazy strong decade for animation. Yeah. I think animation in general, like we've had great animation in the last like 25 years. Well, what's, what, I would agree with you. I think we've had a really strong decade this decade because in the like- early 2000s in the oddies, you only had one studio that was really putting out strong animation films in Pixar. But I would say DreamWorks, Disney Animation, and Pixar. And then you have, like, you know, indie companies mm-hmm. have all put out strong things. Like, I know you don't really care for Kubo, but I think Kubo is a good movie. I think it's a really good-looking movie. <laughs> That's something, too. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of, the only other one that I was going to bring up is one called It's Such a Beautiful Day. Mm. Uh, it's like a little stick figure experimental animated movie by Don Hertzfeld, and it's... <laughs> I was I was putting together my list, and I think the reason I added it is because it was the last time I cried in a movie. Wow. Mm. So, it got me. <laughs> That? It's a good experience. Next, that's it. Yeah. Is that all we yeah, got? We're, good, yeah. we're moving on. I got indie, best indie, and I this didn't is know tough. What yeah, counted I'm, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. To, this one I just Skip. I threw in there because there's so many things that we talk about would technically be considered indie yeah. movies. This is where I got a repeat. I put Lady Bird here more than a comedy. It yeah, is an indie, mm-hmm. but we can just skip over. Short Term Twelve is great. I put Parasite. I, didn't you watch Parasite? Parasite's good. Is yeah, that, Parasite's also good. Yeah. I didn't know if it counted. I put The Big Sick. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it no, def- oh, yeah, definitely. I love that movie. Yeah, um, but it's by Prime, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you get some overlap there. And then I got movie drama, dramas. Sure. Um, I, put- I, I also, I, I also, you know, we talked about horror. I wasn't sure if we wanted to put in a thriller category, which is kind of the step below horror, but the step above drama. You know, that. it's like Go somewhere in between. Yeah. What you got? Gone Girl. Gone Girl Gone was one good. of the ones I wanted to put yeah. in the yeah, list. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I know my answer for yeah, that. Yeah, good, I would that put would be... Sicario on this list. Sicario I would also put Sicario great. on okay, that Okay, so that's under my drama, so that's good. I'd put Hell or High Water then if we're yeah, talking. Yeah, that probably sure. if the Hell that's or High Water one. was that, great. That and uh, uh, Wind River. Yeah, Wind River. All three of those are good. Mm, that's yeah. all by the same. This one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one that probably fits more for horror, but I was going to say Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. I didn't watch that. Yeah. It seemed horrifying. Dude, it is. Only the like the last 15 minutes are really grotesque, but it's a good movie. It's very grotesque. Did you watch his follow up, The Brawl in Cell Block 99? No, I heard it was great, though. Yeah. I almost put that on my list, so I'll just mention it here also. That's Vince Vaughn. Yeah. For drama. Very intimidating Vince Vaughn, anyways. In jail? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I would put that. That would all that being more to your thriller category. Yeah. yeah. Like Any other thrillers? Category, but I mean, I'm sure we could come up with some. Um, what was the other one I had? Oh no, I wanted to throw. I will throw back to the indie one. One that I know Christian will love. Uh, Mud. Oh, which, yeah, which, 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 which just yeah, came out, yeah. out of nowhere. And That's was, fine. Was yeah, that was during the reconnaissance. It was. It was the beginning <laughs> of the birth of reconnaissance. <laughs> I like Mud a lot. Um, but Wolf- best drama. That's a hard. That's I put a hard Wolf of choice. Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. That might be a best comedy. I don't know. know, That's what I'm saying. It's one of those could be in a couple cat. I think it drama more than anything, but it could be in a bunch of different places. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. That's a hard one. I kind of have recency bias on this. Like, I know my favorite movie this year so far has been Marriage Story, mm, and okay. that's definitely a drama. Yep. And yeah. So it's hard for me to it's hard for me to compare it against the entire decade. Um, I also really like King's Speech. King's uh, Speech is a good one. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. That's tough. That's, that's a tough one. We'll switch switch gears and go to TV for a bit. Is that really all the dramas that we have? Well, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention this in comedies, but everybody wants some. I really liked. Never heard of it's it. It's kind of a drama. It's Richard Linklater, so it's kind oh, of. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it was his follow up to Dazed and Confused, mm. where it's just kind of dudes hanging out. <laughs> I mean, Boyhood's also really good. I think came out this decade. The, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the you know, thirty years really, of the making. I really think they yeah. just shouldn't have told people about yeah. the gimmick because I feel like it throws you off from the fact that it actually is a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I also have Room on here. Oh yeah, I was gonna add that yeah. too. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know what fucking category this falls under, but it probably it might be the top for me, even though it's not as like probably dramatic as some of the other ones. Uh, Whiplash. I fucking love yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, I love Whiplash. Whiplash is great. I have one that I wasn't going to say it's kind of controversial. I'm sure some of people hate it here. Tree of Life. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Terrence Malick makes difficult movies, so mm-hmm. it's not for everyone, but I like that movie. I think it's really good. Uh, well, yeah, Whiplash is, may win, actually, now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, TV. Yeah, TV dramas. Uh, best, best, you know, I, I got a couple here. I assume we we go for a series that started after two thousand or two thousand ten. Because I wasn't sure about Breaking Bad. Is Breaking in, Bad does not mix. count. Okay, if we're taking Breaking <laughs> Bad out. Better I, Call Saul can count. <laughs> yeah, I put uh, True Detective. Yep. Yeah. Um, I put The Americans, which some of you is uh, FX show with Carrie Russell, Matthew Rise. I put Hannibal. If you oh guys yeah, seen yeah. That. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Got to mention Game of Thrones. <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. And I put Haunting a Hill House. Those were like my right. contenders. I like Haunting a Hill House. Yeah, I'd agree with all that. Yeah. yeah, I think all those have to be in the conversation. Yeah. My two um, that I wanted to say but both start in 2009 were Breaking Bad and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> 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 so I barely missed the cut. And then I, the only ones I thought of were like ones you mentioned, like Game of Thrones. And yeah. Stuff like that. I, I mean, I put Watchmen in there for its one season run. Yeah. It's yeah. really phenomenal. Watchmen's it's, great. Right. I would also say Chernobyl, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, is it's it's a fantastic miniseries. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I would have said would have been the the ballpark. I mean, like the the sure thing. But man, that last season just mar it yeah. just mars the yeah. whole thing for me. It really does. So yeah. I, I I almost didn't even want to include it. That's how far. Have you guys ever sh- thought about going back and rewatching it now that it's over? No, no. I won't want <laughs> yeah. to. Not since then. I want to. I want to watch it through season four and stop. Yeah, yeah. Let's pretend that it ended. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I I, I don't want to watch five it. and six too. Maybe. But. That's the thing. I, it ended in a way that doesn't make me want to go back to it. Almost. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part. Of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's it's not good. Kind of like it, it reminds me of Lost. How like the end? <laughs> I know we're controversial on Lost, but how the whole thing kind of just it, it's it almost just scorned me a little bit. I'm like, I fucking waited all this for that. Yeah. So interesting. Mm. Um, if I had to pick one, I would say Stranger Things is pretty strong. The Crown is another one. If if you haven't watched The Crown, it's really good for historical yeah. drama. Um. But I'd probably pick True Detective. Yeah. I'm higher on the second season than yeah. most. And then the first and third seasons, I think, are... Mm-hmm. I mean, the third season was this year? Yeah. yeah. And that that's probably the best thing I've watched this year on TV. Yeah. I um, would definitely agree. I was going to... I didn't even think about it when coming prepared for this. But I think True Detective season one might be my favorite like piece of media that mm-hmm. came out in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. It just is like hits that's such a sweet spot. Yep. Matthew McConaughey's character is great. Time is a flat circle. I completely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you guys got any other ones? I mean, I, I, honestly, I think True Detective is, is probably the answer well, for, I, for drama. I would agree with that, too. And with True Detective Season 1 is so strong. I'll even say this for Season, season 2. It's not good, but they fucking try something. Yep, they do. Yeah. Yep. God, they Colin, Colin yeah. Farrell is the fucking best in that, yeah, in that really yeah. season. I mean, a lot of the actors are good in it. It just is. It gets away from itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. And Haunting on Hill House is one yes. one season. It, yeah. You know, it, it wasn't maybe watched by a lot of people. I think it did well on Netflix, but a lot of people don't know about it. That show is great. It's like horror loss. That's what it reminds me of because every mm-hmm. episode is like a flashback season of like episode of one person, mm-hmm. and the singular narrative like focuses on a character per episode. It's very well done. Oh yeah, yeah. was was Sherlock or Downton Abbey this? This yes, Downton was. Downton's um, good, but I don't think it's I would, here. I think we chose. I think we also said we do TV comedy. I would actually probably put Downton more in TV comedy okay. than I would TV <laughs> sure. drama. Uh, Sherlock, I believe, was before the decade okay. started. I don't know. It's been you know it stretched on for a long time and then yeah. died a quiet death. Yeah, yeah, that last season of Sherlock too was also yeah. it wasn't that good. But, well, both but, of those guys were way too famous to be on that <laughs> for show sure. at that point. Yeah. But when, when when it you know when it hit in probably the first three series, yeah. it was it was one you know like the biggest thing in the world at the time. And then similar to uh, Game of Thrones, just kind of soured on people. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. as as one the quality dipped and it just took too long to get back to the story. Yeah. yeah. TV comedies. TV comedies. I think my, my pick, I only had really one, was Fargo. Fargo on FX is great. Which is also could be a, a stretch uh, drama. For, for drama. I finally yeah. saw a trailer for the new season. Oh, I want to see yeah, that. It's, nothing, it's just them standing, the two like rival gangs standing mm. in the street. Standing Chris Rock in there? <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, nice. no, Fargo is so good. It's one of those flies under the radar on FX, but it's so well done. It, it holds up with some of the best shows. Um, season one and two are equally great. Three is a dip down a tad. But still very well done. Ewan McGregor plays twins, and it's he's super funny in it. Yeah, I, Fargo's up there for me. I was gonna I put Downton up here. Yep. Um, and I also put Atlanta. Uh, that's, yeah, good, we probably should put that. Uh, yeah, that's also one that's hard to categorize. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of humor in it. It's obviously more than that. Um, but if I had to, if I'm if I'm gonna, I wanted to include it somewhere, so yep. I'll put yeah. it here. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. I will say uh, One Punch Man is really funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. This, okay. uh, this decade. <laughs> but really, the whole reason I even wanted to talk about TV is so I could talk about BoJack Horseman. <laughs> because uh, it's uh, it's my heart and soul, and I genuinely think it's it's probably the best TV show that's come out this decade. Also, Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rick and yeah, Morty fucking yeah, came out this, yeah. this decade. Yeah, that's a good call. If, there was, if we had an unexpected... It would be that. Well, yeah. They had no idea it would yeah. be the way as good as it is. Biggest mm-hmm. surprise, for yeah. sure. Got Zach, it. what do you got? I was trying to think... <laughs> Um, I agree with uh, the stuff that has just been mentioned. I haven't seen like Fargo or uh, a couple other things, but I just recently started. I've watched the first three seasons of Silicon Valley, and yep. I really liked it. But I've heard it gets worse, so maybe don't include that. But look, um, we're a little biased because of T.J. Miller, but that show's probably yeah. is legitimately super funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched. Or, oh, it. Now, yeah, I haven't. Now that I'm thinking about it. When did Veep start? Because that's really good. That's part of no. That, a lot of the ones be, I researched, yeah. that was in there. So yeah, that yeah. counts. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't seen it, but I hear it's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like really smart dialogue and HBO. Yeah. Dominating our TV list. <laughs> Got the best stuff. TV's kind of different. I think, I think not... last decade was a little better for TV. Oh, I mean, yeah. Last decade was end of, end of the last wired, decade, beginning yeah. of, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get all those NBC comedies I was thinking of, and, and, you know, The Office and Parks and Rec and Community all started, like, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, 06 to 010, mm-hmm. that was, like, the sweet spot of TV. 
I don't know. I feel like we're in a really great spot for TV right now. Yeah. And we have been for a while. Like, there are really good... I think... I would say this. Maybe there aren't, like, great shows. Like, yeah. I, like everything you just said. It's, those it's are the age iconic of pretty good. shows. Mm-hmm. But everything yeah. right now is... Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. You're right, yeah. It's kind of evened out, but there's a lot more of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so any other TV comedies? No. It, of all the genres we've talked about, this is my least favorite one. Like, I don't watch a lot of, like, <laughs> Me comedy. I don't yeah. like light... 30 you know 30 you know actually for tv shows we should put the mandalorian for you know i don't know where that would fit in i guess it would be a drama yeah but i i, I think that holds up i mean that's dope star it definitely wars definitely accomplishes something that nobody else could figure out how to do yeah it's 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 so good and yeah. every episode's different yeah um it's really good i would say for animated shows i really love rebels i'm not sure when clone wars started but or clone wars was before that but yeah. rebels has been on some lists yeah, that I rebels saw. is great yeah i i haven't watched it but I hear it starts off a little rough, but gets better. Yeah, it it starts off a little younger than it probably th- was going for, and then it turns very sharply. <laughs> um, all right, so that's all we got for TV. Kind of finishing up with some random ones that we all thought of towards the end was a comic book movie. Yep. Yeah, it's Winter Soldier. It's Winter Soldier. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's Black Panther. I know. I, well, yeah, that makes Black sense. Black Panther, and I would say Winter Soldier is my third. I put Infinity War at number two. Wow. I, Infinity War is the best version of all those characters like on missions getting the stones i i like black panther a tad more but man that's those were like the first two movies i think we reviewed on our podcast i can remember up there see endgame would be my number two and i know we just have we have like diametrically opposite opinions about endgame and and uh infinity war infinity war scott pilgrim also fits in it absolutely does um could be the best i just think man winter soldier Again, when I see, you talk about the Avengers, I think the Avengers fundamentally shaped how other studios approached this kind of idea of a shared movie universe. Winter Soldier shaped how Marvel was going to approach their shared universe. Like it, it was one way, and then they found these like niche directors and this idea of making genre movies but superhero versions yeah. like this is the first that time was, they okay. do that yeah and i think now they're like oh this is our formula we're gonna stick to yeah. this and that's that's, uh, that's fair i mean winter soldier is a great movie mm-hmm. I, I mean i'm I just on record to watch it saying, like two weeks ago <laughs> yeah. yeah i think black panther just like just it, it shouldn't have worked as well as it does you know just for like a, a culturally you know all black cast and just like you know, Marvel, you know, they got to stick to a template, the MCU, but he was able to deliver this created of a world and like this whole narrative and it just all works. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, it's, it's a grand slam with, and I think it, I just didn't expect it to be as good. I'll never forget when they do the tribal fight, when he beats M'Baku mm-hmm. and then he sees his dad. Like I was getting the feels of like, holy shit. Like that was an experience in a the movie theater. I really enjoyed. Yeah. And so, have enjoyed mm-hmm. thousands of times. I since watched that movie your home. more, probably more than anything else this, this decade. I would say nice. Black Panther. What's our most watched movie of the decade, do you think? I would say mine's Black Panther. I, I would have Ooh. no idea. It's a tough one, right? One of the Star Wars for you. Yeah, I, probably <laughs> Force Awakens or Last, last Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> one of the two of them. You've tortured yourself. I've watched them both a lot. It's something. It's probably Frozen for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, watch I watch Frozen, Frozen a lot, lot too. <laughs> I mean, I have kids, so, you know, yeah, like Zootopia is yeah. honestly probably. Oh, did I not put that in best animated film? Fuck no, it never yeah. mind. <laughs> Everything taken back is fucking Frozen. <laughs> How did you forget about Frozen? I don't Frozen? know. It happened a long time ago. <laughs> what about you guys? Comic book film? Um, I mean, probably Into the Spider Verse, if that yeah. counts. Mm, Otherwise, yeah, I really like Thor Ragnarok. As far as like Marvel movies go, mm-hmm. that's a good choice. I think it is a thing of like where it's it's just like a fun comedy, but also yeah. Thor is there. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> the best version of Thor. What's yeah, the, for what's sure. What's his Korg? 
What's his? Yeah, Korg. Yeah. Korg. God, yes. he's so funny. His scene in Infinity, Infinity Gaunt. What's in Endgame? Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can bullshit, but I'm I'm with you. Winter Soldier is, to me is the hands down winner here. I think yeah. a, a a wild card could be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Just with taking yeah, like original characters with a new idea and it. Also, just fucking well, that, that, working. I'm going to use it as our transition to most surprising. Well, yeah. <laughs> because Guardians of the Galaxy works way better than I thought it was going yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. Made by the guy who wrote Scooby-Doo. Yeah. With a cast of people who I was all familiar with and didn't really love. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, man, it's a ton of fun at yep. the movies. Yeah. And completely just, he invented a vibe that I hadn't yeah. felt at a theater before. Like this retro 80s, I don't know, it's just with the, the way he works in the music, you know, yeah, in part of the yeah. movie. So good and so surprising. You're right because I had no, I'd never even heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. it was all, it was like a sci-fi movie almost because I didn't know, you know. And the way they talked about the Infinity Stones and they go to like a, and a Celestial's head as a space station, like it was just cool. Oh, it's their Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> it was just cool. Uh, that movie so like popular with the audience and so surprising. Like the studio like fired David Ayer in the middle of Suicide Squad. And recut it to try to replicate Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and it does not work <laughs> at <Yeah>. all. <laughs> I put uh, John Wick. I think John Wick. John Wick was yep. on my mm-hmm. list too. Yeah, that's a good just choice. Just one yeah. that like I had no idea. What, uh, just mm-hmm. like oh, this is a Keanu generic action movie, yeah. and being like, holy shit. I put a quiet place. I was about to say quiet place. I think is the logical follow up from that because I don't. You know, it it hits in ways that I didn't think it was going to, and it proves you know John Krasinski is a capable director and. It's, good it's a lot of surprising. I put, uh, I watch this with Joseph and always remember Logan, you know, coming <laughs> off all of these bad X-Men movies. And you're going to tell me we're going to do just uh, an old man Wolverine story with just a girl. And it didn't look like any superheroes. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be stupid. And I, I don't really like the Wolverine. I know some of us have mixed opinions on this podcast. I don't think anyone here. Uh, I think her, like, yeah, he likes, it, he likes the Wolverine. He, he very specifically <laughs> says the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Silver Samurai part. Um, but yeah, no, that movie works all the time. Uh, like the, the aesthetic, um, just kind of like two guys on a road. Patrick Stewart's great in that movie. Yeah. Um, and I'll always remember... Walking out and telling Joseph that Ugh. it's this is had a really noir vibe, and Joseph just pounded me. Oh, you don't know what noir is? You're a fucking idiot! And then the noir cut comes out on like, Blu-ray. Yeah, like two months later. <laughs> I'm gonna go Star Trek Beyond. That's fair. That's a good one uh, because Into Darkness was such a misstep. I, I don't I don't think Into Darkness is as bad as people make well, it. Well, that's me. the irony is that's like the biggest Star Trek movie. Yeah, I think commercially it's the, it's the best one, but it is remembered as the worst one yeah. in the yep. series. It might be the most JJ thing mm-hmm. ever, which is JJ super literal in his interpretation of things. So he's like, "Let's do Wrath of Khan, but we'll flip it," <laughs> and uh, it doesn't land. You know, yeah. so for Star Trek to Beyond to go to a different director and Justin Lin. And then make a smaller scale story, kind of like what you were talking about. Some of the things you like, and it, it, it written felt by like a Simon re- Pegg. Really good episode of the it, show. It felt like a great episode yeah, of the show. Yeah. Very well it done. It works. Yeah, I like how they mix up the characters because it had been too much uh, Might be Spock the, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the Kirk, main? Kirk, yeah, yeah, too much yeah. Kirk and Spock. They and break them up. Spock yeah, and Bones, yeah. though. Yeah, Spock and yeah. Bones was good great. shit. Yeah, the. It was great. Um, the other thing is it might be Idris Elba's best cameo villain turn. Like, uh, he does that in a lot of things. That's the only time it actually works, in my opinion. Beastie Boys is the MacGuffin. Isn't he I mean, the villain in The Losers? <laughs> yeah. Is he the villain in The Losers? I think he is. Man, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I remember him being pretty fun in that. I was going to say this on Logan. I know everyone loves it. 
I only saw it the one time in theaters. I've never been interested in going back yeah. and rewatch. It. <laughs> it, it's a very small like drama movie. I mean, I honestly have only seen it once on Blu-ray and once in the theaters. And the second time, I don't think I loved it as much. But it it had an experience in the theater, you know. Especially, I mean, like, it, I will agree with your track record of your argument. The track record of X-Men movies. Yeah, that, it was critically received after yeah. like they had been trash forever. Yep. I got a couple ones. I got uh, one we already talked about, Edge of Tomorrow, which, yep. I, you know, mm-hmm. there's no reason to expect to be, because we didn't see anything about it before it came yeah. out, really. Uh, but also, yeah, Emily Blunt wasn't a superstar at the nope, time, nope. and Tom Cruise was still in bad Tom Cruise mode. Yeah. 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 It was still like, we were thinking Scientology Tom Cruise, and not, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill myself doing an action stunt yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one, uh, a movie called Colossal with Anne, Hath- Anne Hathaway. Yeah. That was one that I was going to say. That I was, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting going into it. I, yeah. knew, I knew kind of the basic things, but it, it went in a completely different direction than I thought. Totally wild. Everyone is great in it. Like, all of the performances yeah. are really good. It, it's strangely affecting for yeah jason sudeikis surprised the shit out of me he's so good at that uh and then the one i think is the most surprising this is we've talked about this in our mismarketed episode but i still think it deserves repeating uh drive oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. because uh I, I went to see a midnight showing of that movie with a bunch of enlisted military guys <laughs> and they did not get what they paid for <laughs> uh not a lot of driving in that. In no, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's a really really great movie. Uh, yeah. uh, Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. in that movie yep. also. Uh, yeah. But it, it's not an action film. Yeah. Uh, it's not really anything that I had seen before. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought it up because I meant to mention that back. I guess in Thriller, it's on my main list that I had made. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. I, I've got. We we can hit some miscellaneous so later. <laughs> What you got? What else you got, Zach? Oh, I, I feel like I do so much research before I watch movies these days. I'm rarely surprised, but yeah. I have one here called Found Footage 3D, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is because I usually am not a huge fan of found footage movies, but this one is about people making a 3D found footage movie, and then they get attacked by random stuff. I don't even remember really, but I remember just being like, I can't believe that was actually good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was surprising, I guess, in a way. Yeah, it actually reminds me of a one I. I hadn't heard nothing about and saw on Netflix and thought it was in a the ritual. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the quality yeah, of the movie. That's a good one. Yeah, like a you know traditional like Lost in the Woods monster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it deals with some pretty deep themes. Yeah, and, uh, it's really well acted. And, I like that movie and the like aesthetic. The monster yeah. is great. Sports movie. Yeah, Best sports movie. <laughs> I, I I think the clear winner when I started doing research is The Fighter. No, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> uh, Christian Bale, um, Melissa Leo, Amy Adams. Uh, I mean, I love David O. Russell, obviously, Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. But yeah, the, Christian Bale in that movie. When did the fighter come out? 2010. Oh, man. Yeah, just that's hit the a, co- That's a good one. Yeah. Mine is Moneyball. Moneyball's up there in well, the list. We're all in different places yeah. here. I was not expecting this. Yeah. I think Moneyball is one of Brad Pitt's best movies, like, period. Uh, the only problem I have is that it has Jonah Hill in it. And he's okay in it. <laughs> he's kind of annoying. I just don't yeah. like it. And it's fat Jonah Hill. Yeah. I like skinny it's, Jonah it's Hill. Got, it's got uh, Chris Pratt in that. It's got Chris also. Pratt in yeah. it. Yeah, as a... Uh, what? He was Scott, Scott Hattenberg. Hattenberg. Yeah. Nice pull. Isn't the... Uh, oh, what's the David Justice famously wanted to play David Justice. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's funny. And, and they know, wouldn't let he him... probably could have. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. What, what do you got? I mean, I got two more choices, but I thought my winner is definitely the fight. Yeah, I always have a thing for Mark Wahlberg's. Mark Wahlberg's great (laughs) now. He looks like a boxer. Um, He put on the weight. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I I think Christian Bale. Christian Bale steals the show for sure. 
Uh, and, and Amy Adams is great in yeah, that yeah. movie. Um, I, honorable mention, which I hate to honorable mention it because it's great, is a movie called Goon. I think it's yeah, I, I don't know, John William Scott. Oh, yeah. Sean William Scott. Okay. Love yep. the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. You I hate Jay Baruchel. I don't know anything else. I think he, didn't he write it or something? He's I in not, it. He might have. But I think he it, wrote yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I do hate Jay Baruchel, but I love that movie. It's yeah. it's really it's endearing. Great. I don't know anything or care anything about hockey, but I love that movie. I never saw it. It looked like a Happy Gilmore kind of like knockoff to me. It's it's not as it's comedy okay. as well. Like, I don't know. I mean, Depends it is what you a want. comedy, but it's not like as stupid joke gimmicky okay. as Happy yeah. Gilmore. Um, but my winner for this is is also one that came out in 2010, Warrior. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Oh no, the fighter's better. Than I that. fucking love Warrior. <laughs> Warrior's good. Tom Hardy gets fucking jacked in that. Movie. I watched that shit on repeat when it was in our yep. theater. Rocky in the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Well, except two Rockies. <laughs> yeah. You're following both of them. It's great. Yep. I love it. Uh, who's so the other Tom, one? Uh, Joel Egerton. Yeah. Who's yeah. Tom Hardy and lesser Tom Hardy? Yep. Joel Edgerton, famously Luke Skywalker's Uncle, Uncle Owen. Owen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that's a good choice. Another two I picked up were uh, Rush, which is a Ron mm. Howard. Yeah. With Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl. Formula One movie. Yes. Uh, very, very good movie. And we might as well throw in Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. I thought that was very well yeah. done. Yeah, Ford versus Ferrari, which is the basically the NASCAR version of and that same movie. I forgot about Rush, but that there are some really fucking impressive Oh, yeah. Rush is better than Ford versus Ferrari. Um, it's it's Olivia Wilde's great in that movie um, as Chris Hemsworth's girlfriend. But, yeah, and Daniel Bruhl, man, getting that accident and him getting burned up, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. And then I put Creed. Creed is, hmm. you know, yeah, that's a good one. as a prototypical sports movie, it, it reinvented the Rocky formula. I mean, it's, and Michael B. Jordan is just so damn charismatic. I, yeah. love, I love him. Zach, yeah. you got anything? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sports uh, movie yet? I guess everybody wants some. They play baseball some. So. Yeah. But I also, yeah, now that you mentioned, I like the fighter a lot. So I'll go with that. Yep. Fighter's dope. Cool. Smoke and crack. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Now I got the last two I got is worst movie and then overall best movie. Oh, all right. and then influential on the podcast. Let's do that. Wait, hang on. I thought that, yeah, influential. Most wasn't there a disappointing? Most, like a movie you had high hopes for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I missed that one. I know right. mine. Jurassic World. Biggest disappointment? Yes. All right, so let's do that one. Jurassic World is a very good choice. That's a good pick. But, yeah. uh, but mine, no, okay. last, last Jedi. Yeah, we're all going to be in a different places. Batman v Superman. <laughs> oh, that's that one on my list. That one. That's a good one. Mm. No, that one. That one may win. Yeah. for me <laughs> actually, I'm a. I'm going to say this about Batman vs Superman. I think the director's cut. I'm going to pull a J Hugh here. The director's cut <laughs> is better. Is a better it, because they a deep cut. They, they they do things in the director's cut that actually justify some of the odd decisions, like why people ever thought Superman shot those people yep. at the beginning of the movie. The <laughs> director's fl- cut actually explains <laughs> that yeah. that flamethrower yeah. was very imperative to the plot. <laughs> yeah. It only would have took two seconds to put it in too. I yeah. know. I know you guys feel like I've been cynical my whole life. But I feel like there's a little ray of hope of me that was going into this. Like, yeah, Man of Steel's okay. Yeah, it's Ben Affleck. But, you know, I'm really mm-hmm. excited about this. These characters are, you know, probably my two favorite superheroes yeah. going at it. This yeah. should be great. And it it killed my joy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had the same amount of hope for anything ever since. Yeah. No, that's really that's, that's fair. A fair. That's a really good <laughs> yeah. choice. Last Jedi, we've, we've talked about enough. It just wasn't what i wanted yeah and it's mm-hmm. the worst movie ever made <laughs> <laughs> because, it, because it isn't what you wanted and i put dark knight rises uh dark knight 
I fucking love that movie. I was so stoked coming off that. Yeah. And just not, I know some people like that movie. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it's the worst movie. Yeah. But it just wasn't what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, I think, when you get most disappointed yeah. is when it's like not what you dreamed up in your head. Like compared to what we were expecting from The Dark Knight. Yeah. It's yeah. not terrible, but it's just not what it's, it's, not it's, it's, it's a Batman Begins sequel that yeah. I didn't really know that's what they were doing. You know, on that note, I'm going to go Interstellar. I was about to say, yeah. I think that's that's yeah. even even more so. And I, I think it's part, partially our fault as the audience yeah. for putting a lot of expectation on. Uh, well, I, th- I think Zach's right. Like that, that's kind of what makes the movie disappointing. For is sure. What you want out of it. And then yeah. is it that? I, I, I just feel like our expectations affected his decisions. Oh, that could yeah. be. I, I, f- I feel like there there was too much pressure to create the next big space epic mm-hmm. um, that he just didn't feel like he could take chances. Yeah. And so, he, yeah. you know, uh, it just felt, yeah, I don't know, he went a safer route than I think he might have. Do you if- think maybe our expectation of him making the next <laughs> 2001 forced him to try to make the that's, next no, That's exactly what I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interstellar's on my list, too. Um, yeah, I have a very personal a one choice. here. I don't know if you guys have seen Game Over Man, uh, but I or the TV show Workaholics. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed that show, and then they made a movie, and it's the worst movie, like probably of the year. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It's not funny at all, and I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, for me with Jurassic World, as I'm a big fan of that original trilogy, even if I know that they're terrible, like mm-hmm. I can get past the Lost World being utter trash. Yeah, because I just like dinosaurs and I like Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Yeah. But this didn't have any of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, just it's it's no stuff. You know, what Marvel Scorsese uh, said about Marvel movies. Yeah, there that's the- absolutely Jurassic true. World is a fucking theme yeah. ride. Like there is no <laughs> substance to that movie at all. Yeah, and at least at least in the second one, like we've talked about, I don't I don't know that the product is better, but I think the director tried more. Yeah, he yeah. took he took a shot. Let's yeah. make it a, I don't, a, a I don't haunted it, house. I don't know yeah. that it lands, but I do appreciate that he tried. Yeah. Yeah, it's something at least. Um, yeah, Jurassic World is nothing. <laughs> it's so corporate vanilla. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a good movie. Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Originally supposed to direct Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least I, I am on the record for not liking Rise of Skywalker. I do think what we got is better than whatever Trevor. I mean, to be fair, but is it more interesting than what we would have? Probably got? not. <laughs> Because I, I do think a lot of what you were talking, like we're talking about Nolan, I feel like that was a lot of the pressure in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were afraid to make decisions, and so they not that they gave in to what people wanted, but they they just played it safe. And I yeah. honestly, I think that's true of a lot of JJ movies. Yeah, I just want to say I feel like I laid a lot of lost blame on uh, David Lindelof for you know fucking over my expectations. Yeah. But I, I hear the the leftovers is really great and finishes great. I really liked how Watchmen finished up. Is this JJ's fault? Is JJ the yeah. problem here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think JJ's really great at creating problems. Uh-huh. He's not good at solving yeah. problems. I like Rise of Skywalker. I'm putting that on the record. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I watched it again since the last podcast, and I'm higher on it. It's a good that's movie. Fine. All right, we got anything else? What other ones we got? Uh, that's all I got for biggest disappointment. Anyone else got anything for that? No, no. Right. And I, I would say with those with the movies that are just a lot of those movies aren't necessarily bad. Yeah, movies. No, Interstellar is fine. Still yeah. Just not hitting our expectations. Okay, so I got all right. Most influential on our podcast. We want to talk about this. I think there's only a few clear options. Uh huh. 
We've relitigated Last Jedi more than any movie. It's hard to argue it would not be Last Jedi. Uh, I'm going to say it's Black Panther because I don't think we've talked about a movie more than yep. Black Panther. I mean, Black do, Panther. Hey, but, but that's the problem. Is it we talked about Black Panther or, or Ian, Ian, talk, Ian <laughs> talks about Black Panther every week when we ask him Our what he's been watching? Our podcast was birthed yeah. out of Black that's Panther. True. That's actually a good <laughs> point. The original, I would say Transformers. I mean, that's the scale of but the that's podcast. That's a different decade. Yeah, but still, you know, <laughs> this one I feel like could yeah. go transcend decades. And then... Um, <laughs> what's the other That's one? The nicest <laughs> thing anyone's ever said about Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the one we we hate the most, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, fucking Bohemian. Yeah, we that, talked about that, that one a ton. We too. love kicking Bohemian Rhapsody, and I'll never stop. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, Regina, add us all you want. <laughs> and I also got Endgame, which is one I think also kind of like Last Jedi is very divisive. Yeah. Maybe it's just me against you guys on that one, though. Last Jedi, I feel like Nips is more on the fence, but I think the rest of you like Endgame. Well, on the really divisive ones, Joseph is kind of on the fence on all of them. Hey, I really like Endgame, (laughs) just to be clear. (laughs) Hang on. What was was the one that we just argued about way too much? Was it it the Irishman? We argued about the Irishman a good bit, but I feel like, again, that was mostly just me versus everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was just one episode. Rise of Skywalker probably will become one. Look, (laughs) <laughs> These two movies are going to define the podcast. I can yeah. already tell. Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I'm fine with people liking Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I'll sit in my own little corner with the other people on the internet who hate it, and we'll just rant with the band back and forth to each other about it. The Cars 2 analogy, don't think you're kicking it a yeah. little bit? <laughs> well, I want to come back to that when we get to what we're watching. Well, let's finish up. Um, all right. Worst movie than best movie. So, worst movie. I, I really don't know. Look, Fantastic Four with Josh Trank. That's, oh. That is Ooh. not a movie. I have a note. <laughs> that is... A editing room disaster that maybe yeah. has a few scenes that could work, but it makes Oof, literally no sense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this one may surprise. This one maybe is most disappointing. There's not a movie that I I disliked or, or did not enjoy watching as much as Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. choice. That might be it for me also. Yes. Uh, God, I hate those movies. That is a bad movie. <laughs> uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. It, it, Fantastic Beasts has the problem of like. There's enough there where you could be like, oh, there's probably the potential of a good movie here. I'll keep sticking with this franchise because maybe they'll hit it. Crimes of Grindelwald is the mm. biggest misstep in the entire like Harry Potter universe. And they cast yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. I've, put, I've tried going back and rewatching it. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's trying terrible. To, I was trying to think of the worst movies I watched in theaters just out of curiosity. <laughs> I don't know if The Master came out this decade. It but did. Yeah, fuck The Master. That's on a lot of people's hate, best list. I, I hate that's a hot that take. Movie. I hate the shit out of that movie. <laughs> Uh, I, I know I watched Assassin's Creed, which was just irritating. Oh, yeah. I watched is, that too. Which is, I think we must have watched it together, but <laughs> yeah. it was one of those things where there's so much talent in that movie that I was so confused <laughs> about how Ozzy terrible Mandis it was. is in that movie. But I think, <laughs> uh, look, I have to agree with Grimes of Grindelwald, but I had to hate watch that for this podcast. I probably wouldn't have watched it if we didn't do this. Yeah. Uh, the one I watched voluntarily was Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, oh that was I didn't watch that, so yeah. thank God. I'm a big fan of the first two, so I don't know that I could hate the third one more than I I do. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. It's the worst. I mean, I, like, <laughs> this is all you do. All you do is watch I know, terrible I, movies. I, see, I like to watch bad ones. So I was going to, like, I don't know, Birdemic came out in 2010, and that movie is horribly made, but a lot of fun. But I agree with a lot of the ones that you guys are talking about. So I'd add the emoji movie into it. Oh, <laughs> it's real bad. TJ Miller also. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a good, that's a really good choice. <laughs> that is Someone a, cast Patrick Stewart as shit. Yeah. Yes. That is Why? a great choice. That's probably Why? the word. Yeah. It's, uh, it's terrible. That's a good choice. 
I kind of got a random choice. It was someone, someone who we love, John Favreau. Cowboys versus aliens. I like, I like Cowboys versus aliens. Oh, man. It's, no, it's, <laughs> I like don't remember it. Yeah, it, that's it's, kind of the problem. It's it's dumb, but I feel like whoever pitched it to him and. He was like, "Well, this is about as good as I can do with it." <laughs> Honestly, and, and that, that, Harrison Ford gives zero fucks. Cowboys and Aliens yeah. might be the Transformers of this decade, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, with you. yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. Uh, this one's more recent, so I didn't want to include it for recency bias. But Men in Black International is literal <laughs> trash. That's, that's a pretty it's good choice. Terrible. Dark it Tower. I mean, if we start getting closer, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot more bad movies recently. Dark Tower is another awful fucking movie with good people. A lot of them have Idris Elba and Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As much as we love it, he's made some stinkers. Sorry, St. Idris. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the last two Fast and the Furious movies have been huge disappointments. Oh. Are you including Hobbs and Shaw in that? Uh, no. That's the worst one. What? Yeah. That's the worst one. <laughs> the movie's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely an action movie on steroids. The Rock Samoans people to death at the end <laughs> yeah. with like torches. It, it is a ridiculous movie. It's, yeah. fun. it's <laughs> fun. There are a lot of like, I, I like a lot of bad movies. I can hate watch things as well. Mm-hmm. But like there's, for me, the worst is always going to come back to the most disappointing. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's not a movie I walked out of more yeah. angry than Crimes of Grindelwald. I, I'd say Fantastic Four is up there too for me. Those two are good, yeah. good choices. Yeah, I like the cast of Fantastic Four, but it really gets misguided. At no, I, what's, what's the guy? Oh, Miles Dark Teller. Phoenix is also. Oh, I yeah. Have it, but, but yeah, see, that's a bad movie. You yeah. liked it. Yeah. I, I Look, it's, with expectations in mind, you know what yeah, I mean? That's, that's kind of yeah. the key. I think that's one of the reasons I hate Crimes of Grindelwald True. so much. Is It's just, you could do so many other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew going into Dark Phoenix, it yeah. was going to be absolute trash. And you still hated it. <laughs> Yeah, but I hated it less than I hated yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald. Do you want to do best movie? Best movie? I don't know how the fuck we're going to do this. this is, there's so I many. I don't know. Um, genuinely, Whiplash is up there for me. Yeah, um, I really love Whiplash. Yeah, I, I picked my three. If I had an error, I picked, I put six as like possibles. But I'd put Silver Linings Playbook. I'd put Black Panther. And I would put oh, Mission Impossible Fallout, Mad Max, or Skyfall. I don't know. One of those three. Mad Max is the right answer. Yeah, I like all those movies a lot, though. But yeah, yeah I probably would put Mad Max first, Silver Linings Playbook, and Black Panther. Those would be my three. That I just They're five stars. There's no bad shit in those movies at all. But there's a lot of good movies this year. I didn't think... Mm-hmm. I mean, this decade. I didn't think it was as strong as it was. I, I could find ten, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a few that I really like that we haven't talked about. I don't know if they're my my best i just there weren't the best in any category i really like i know you guys don't like it but i like zero dark 30 i like argo a lot uh it's like a theme here <laughs> yeah I, I i like um ben affleck movies <laughs> <laughs> the town is not yeah, bad the town is pretty good i, I, like, live, I like live by Girl. night i'm the only one in the world you're the only one who saw it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there are some movies that i know get a lot of love that i don't think are very good like shape of water <laughs> that was on a lot of people's list. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, good. Okay. It's just not. I don't think it's the best yeah. of the decade. I, I think a lot of the thing. Honestly, some of the sci-fi stuff. A lot of it would probably compete for like my yeah, number one true. spot. Yeah. Blade Runner twenty forty nine would be up. There. I actually don't love. Yeah. I, I like that movie. I just don't think it's like the best of the Ugh. best. Yeah. Um, it's but, in my top twenty, but not my top ten. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I would say probably Grand Budapest Hotel, which I think is the best Wes yeah. Anderson film. Love the fuck out of that. Did we talk about that in comedies? No. That would be a best comedy too. I think I might prefer Moonrise Kingdom. But I, I, those out? are really close. No, See, no, it came out this decade okay. also. Moonrise did? I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think, I, I don't know, Whiplash. I put Whiplash in there. Yeah. And then I think mm-hmm. uh, 
probably my number one because I've it's, uh, if if it's not Frozen that I've seen as many times, it's uh, Snowpiercer. I fucking love Snowpiercer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's just again scope of a movie. You know, you start from the back of the train, you go to the front of the train. Movie's mm-hmm. over, and I love it. I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just going off the ones I've seen the most, I would say Free Fire. It follows and the raid. Mm. Um, I gotta watch the raid. But Mandy and the lighthouse—they're so recent. I'm going to watch them. All. <laughs> yeah, Mandy especially. Like it. Like you know, I'm I'm a Nicolas Cage fan, <laughs> and it's always fun to see him really flex his craziness. And he usually does it in bad movies, but he did it in a good movie this time. <laughs> Maybe I gotta watch the lighthouse again. I think given those, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm 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 gonna make a decision. I like your train of thought. This I, I'm going to Ex Machina. That's my favorite movie. Yeah, of the decade. yeah. It I mean, really it's, it's, it's really really good. Me. And I've watched it a few times, and when every time I do, like I'm dreaming about it for like three or four days after. Yeah, <laughs> couple other ones I put for overall. Oh yeah, I just want to hit miscellaneous things that we may not have hit. I can sure, already did that. See. Yeah, Django was up there. I put Inception up there. When did Inglorious Bastards come out? Is that the decade prior? Yeah, I it think, was. Yeah, yeah, that was one before. Uh, I put in really? Sorry to Bother You because I don't know what the yeah, fuck that movie is. That God, is crazy. But it's it's crazy, but it's it's a really interesting, just, you know, wild story. I really story. like yeah. that guy. Do we have, like, a most unexpected category? Cause we had, like, surprising. Yeah, yeah, that was surprising. I probably should have put that in there. <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, I don't know where yeah, to put that, but that's my favorite Coen Brothers movie. That's since a, the Brother only good Rondo. Oscar Isaac movie if we're being particular. That can't be true. Ex Machina. Okay, okay, okay. Too. <laughs> I mean, he's a great actor, but God, man, he's, he's not just... good in Arrival. He's not good in Apocalypse. He's not in Arrival, is he? Yeah, he's Natalie Portman's husband in Annihilation. Oh, oh yeah, Annihilation. Yeah, he's good in Annihilation. Yeah. He's yeah. not yeah. Like Jones, Jones, Jones speaks Ian. <laughs> yeah. No, Hurt speaks Ian. That's why we're confused. <laughs> Uh, I love Annihilation. Th- there's there's a random movie that's uh, I think it's Jason Sudeikis, uh, Olivia Wilde, Anna Kendrick, and the guy from Office Space uh, called Drinking Buddies. Yeah, I like that movie. That's oh yeah, really great. Yeah. It's, again, yeah. it's unexpected because you don't know which what's what you're getting going mm-hmm. into it. I don't know what genre it falls into yeah. either, but sort it's like really really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say The Revenant. One we haven't talked yeah, about a lot. I like that one a lot. Survival, like you know, God, when he that bear scene is fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy, one of his best roles. What's the, the the scene with the the cricket? And he ate this son of a bitch. Or he talks to him like he's a fairy. Of uh, I don't know. Tom Hardy has a monologue where he like talks his magical cricket and the and he eats him for no reason. And it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> like Tom Hardy's uh, such a bad guy in that movie. Yeah. I mean, speaking of actors, I I really like Jake Gyllenhaal, and I feel like he had a pretty good decade because I just Nightcrawler, saw Nightcrawler, and Enemy. Enemy's good. Both on there. Yeah. And think, even Southpaw was, like, pretty good. <laughs> I think the thing about Jake Gyllenhaal is he embraced, like, the craziness of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. So he kind of, like... Spider-Man Far From Home. More yeah, of a character actor. Uh, this was, you know, like, an indie movie that, I don't know, I like it a lot. Liberal Arts uh, by Josh Radner. It's got Elizabeth Olsen in it. Um, mm. And it's, it's, it's about, like, relationships and some of the rules that we as a society set on relationships. And it's just really chill. Zach Efron plays like a hip, a stoner hippie guy who just hangs <laughs> out of college and plays hacky sack. And he's fantastic in it. Hmm. Zach uh, Efron does that in neighbors pretty well too. Yeah. This was prior to yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's really good in it. I've got one that's on Ian's list that he has knows on his list. Uh, the Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. Oh, I love Lincoln <laughs> lawyer. God, that movie's so good. You're right. Marissa Tomei. So, I love wrestling. She's so hot. <laughs> I, I, I tried to put the wrestler in best sports movie, but it was 08. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
And then I got a movie that's not any of the best movie, but I just forgot it exists, and it seems even weirder in retrospect than it did at the time. Do you remember when Zack Snyder made a fucking animated owl movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really like that movie. <laughs> yeah, The Legends of Gahul. Yeah. I, I saw that on like the 2010 list, like, oh shit, Weird. I forgot he did that. I like that movie. I do too. Yeah, man. Zack Snyder, what could have been? <laughs> the Snyder Cut. When will we see it? <laughs> oh, we will one day. And we will do a podcast on it. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's, uh, it. that's, that's everything. The teens, we hit it. We hit it pretty good. Fantastic. We covered anything, a lot wait, of movies. Right. Anything Hurt would want us to mention that we didn't? Probably a Motley Crue biopic on Netflix. <laughs> the uh, Dirt. <laughs> the dirt. <laughs> I don't remember Hurt loving that movie. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Hurt loves every movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> we talked about Mad Max Fury Road. We're fine. Yeah, that <laughs> we was hit, important. We hit his him. greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah. Hurt, we love you. He, Joseph James Bond is great. We know. Yeah, hurt. he likes all the James Bond movies. <laughs> He, he likes basically every movie that's not Transformers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it for uh, the, the teens. Join us in 10 years where we do it again for... Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> One of us will be dead, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's it for, that, for this week. Uh, what have we been watching, guys? I will go first because I didn't watch anything this week. <laughs> I, uh, kept, I watched a lot of Clone Wars. I'm in season four. I'm almost done. I love that show so much. I'm really excited for the new season so, to come out. Are you doing it like season one to season four? Yeah, I don't do the chronological order thing. <sighs> because I'm trying to see where it gets good in the chronological see, part. See, I don't like it because a lot of the crap, like Hunting Zero and all that, I don't give a shit about. I don't like those episodes. Yeah. I watch them, but uh, for example, like in season three, the first half of season three takes place before season one. Yeah. And it's not strong. Yeah. The back half of season three, which is like the Mortis arc, the return of Darth Maul... Uh, the fall of Asajj Ventress. All that shit is good. I don't but know. Don't gonna, spoil it. You're not going to get to that <laughs> forever because you're watching it in chronological order. Yep. Um, I hear some people enjoy it more because they don't like that the story's kind of like yeah. That would throw me want. off. Um, but I I personally think it's a good balance of you know R two D two three PO episodes and Anakin Obi Wan episodes. I just skip all those episodes. Yeah, they're not necessary. <laughs> If it's, I'm, it was, I'm it watching was, the Jar Jar episode, the <laughs> Padme episode. I was about to say, if it was a droids episode, a Jar Jar or a Padme episode, I've skipped it. I don't know yeah. what happened during those episodes. The um, the only thing I have watched that I keep forgetting about, and I'm not going to talk about this week because Jehu isn't here, is I watched Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, oh. on CW. It's not over yet. The last two episodes come out in January. And uh, again, I want to say it for Jehu. It's something. <laughs> uh... But yeah, that's that's it. I can't think if I watched anything else. Oh, I rewatched 101 Dalmatians with my kids this week because I haven't watched it since I was like a little kid. Yeah, it's a strong fucking movie. <laughs> uh, way better than I I enjoyed it way more as an adult than I did as a child. Okay. Animation's gorgeous and the soundtrack's great. Yeah, I just I I don't remember any minutes of the, that movie. I know yeah. the I yeah, know exactly. the basic arc, yeah. but I don't know what happened. I feel like it was never the one I wanted to put on as a kid. That's yeah. how I was. Like yeah. I did not enjoy it as a kid, but as an adult, and let me tell you, my kids weren't into it. <laughs> I just sat down and watched it, and I liked it. Nice. Good deal. Uh, I can go next. I haven't watched a lot. Uh, I don't. Did I talk about Home Alone two already? I think you did last week. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that then I've only watched. I watched Star Wars again, and I feel like I may have been coming down even harder on Rise of Skywalker than I thought. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a fun popcorn movie. It does a lot of Star Wars shit. There's nothing uninteresting. It's got a positive tone the whole movie. I, I, I like the Emperor stuff. I really do. You're a simple man. Yeah, I know. Like I, I like I don't think we need to have deep reflection and make these statements with Star Wars. 
You know, I don't think we need George to, Lucas disagrees. With I don't think we need to subvert expectations. Like, I just want to see familiar history and bloodlines and crazy shit. And it's got that in spades. So I think that movie's dope. Um, and then I watched Pick of the Litter on Disney Plus. It's a new show. It's about six dogs that are training to be guide dogs at uh, guide dogs for the blind in California. And it goes from like puppy through their formal training and tells you what, what got them kicked out. It's adorable if you're a dog person. Huh. Um, the second episode made me cry because the you know basically that from birth to like 18 months they're just with these puppy handlers and they you know teach them basic commands and then they have to give them up if they pass the evaluation to actually go to the formal school and then they get like real specific training and like they're all crying as they're giving them out when they pass and go on and if they don't make it they get career changed which is a fancy term for getting oh, kicked out yeah. of <laughs> So, And then they become adopted. But the dogs are adorable. Um, the handlers, they go into detail. Like, you know, one's a first-time handler. One's done 25 of these. So it's it's pretty fun. Um, it's like 20 minutes an episode, so it's an easy watch. Are yeah. you uh, are you watching the show by yourself? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> it. Yeah, me and Susie are watching that. And it's, it's, it's really good. She likes it, too. And uh, then I'm watching, I watched two more episodes of The Crown Season 2. Kind of going through that slow but um, this one was about the, the the good one was about Prince Charles, who's the Prince of Wales, and he goes to Wales for like six months. His mom makes him to kind of learn the language. And I didn't know that they spoke a different language in in Wales. Welsh is a wild language. Yes, crazy. and it's crazy. And um, Lots yeah, of just, consonants. <laughs> man, you yeah. feel sorry for Charles. Charles had a rough life. You can just tell his mom was was pretty hard on him. And then the other one was about uh, Philip's <laughs> uncle, Lord Mountbatten, like trying to do a coup during like the late 60s in England and it, it's a good show hmm. um, I don't like it as much as the first two seasons Claire Foy's better but it's still very enjoyable so yeah watching that with Susie too and yeah that's it I, really I just watched Star Wars one more time but the holidays kind of been doing other yeah, stuff that was a big yeah no it's fair yeah. I mean we all I think we watched Mandalorian but yeah oh yeah <laughs> we should talk about that at the end okay yeah that's the other thing I watched Mandalorian yep do you want to go? Or you want? Sure. Yeah. I uh, I haven't been watching a lot of movies recently, but I I watched one today just because I knew this part of the podcast would come <laughs> up. Um, I watched uh, Ready or Not finally. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a horror a like a, on the wedding mm-hmm. night. The the yeah. family's like chasing and trying yeah. to kill the bride. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's the most dangerous game in a way. Um, it's a lot of fun in a it's, wedding dress. It's funnier than I thought it was going to be. It it's, looks like uh, it, horror comedy. Well, the, the, the okay. reason it looked it looked interesting comparatively to like you know all the purge knockoffs we've seen yeah. is it looks like instead of being like these super like intentional silent killers, all of the mm-hmm. family are hapless and, and like Pretty don't much. know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. The best part of it is any of the scenes of you know Samara Weaving. She's great in it, but you know all of her stuff is really intense. And then any of the scenes of the family is they're just bumbling idiots. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Um, and then I, uh, you know, I said I was watching Silicon Valley. Still pretty good. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And <laughs> then I also, every time I come, come home and hang out with my mom, we watch that show Face Off on Sci-Fi. Where it's like the uh, does that still going yeah. on? I don't think so. We just watch like the repeat. It's on demand. Um, <laughs> That's where they, it's like the the makeup thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I don't really watch those competition shows a lot, but I like this one just because it's I don't know. There's always one. Mine's great yeah. British baking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you get all you need from one of them. Super true. Uh, I also haven't watched that much. I finished The Mandalorian also. We're still watching Chips Creek. Uh, I think almost finished with season three at this point. Yeah. But I forgot to mention last week, I watched two comedy specials. 
I watched uh, Seth Meyers stand up, Lobby Baby. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, which was. Did you skip the politics? <laughs> no. Uh, which was white bread comedy for white bread white people, mm-hmm. uh, which I am. So it was still yeah. pretty good. Uh, but I, <laughs> I also recognized he wasn't like he wasn't working real hard for these jokes. Yeah, he's coasting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I watched uh, the new Michelle Wolf special. Uh, which I, I, her first one, I don't know if it's her first one, but the, her HBO one, Nice Lady, is great. Uh, and this one is it's not quite as strong. I feel like definitely that's probably like her peak material is, mm-hmm. is the HBO one. But it's still really funny. She just, you know, it's the exact opposite. She will tear down any wall for any reason. <laughs> nice. So. I also watched the Eddie Murphy SNL episode last week. Good. It was the first time he had hosted SNL. Yeah. Yep. It was really good. It was a strong episode. <laughs> thought it was funny. Cool. SNL. I feel like it's... Who's still on SNL? Who knows, man? Uh, Keenan Thompson. Yeah, always. And the guy who dates all the hot girls. Yep. Oh, he, Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Pete Davidson. Well, he's he announced he was leaving so he could go to rehab no, uh, on <laughs> the episode. And uh, the dude married Scarlett Johansson. What's Carl, Colin Jost. Yeah, Colin yeah. Jost. Oh, yeah. I will say my favorite thing. So I don't know that Colin Jost or Michael Che, either one of them, would be good for the Weekend Update segment Together, by, them, they're great. by themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Michael Che really likes the, like, racial comedy and pushing mm-hmm. the edge. Mm-hmm. And Colin Jost represents all of our animosity towards white privilege. Yep. <laughs> and so just every week, Michael Che is just tearing into him mm-hmm. for, you know, being from Harvard and having that face and marrying Scarlett Johansson. And it's great. I really yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, what was that clip where they wrote, he wrote, they yeah, write they each other's jokes. Yeah, yeah, they do that a couple times a year. Yeah. They did it in this past week's episode, and it's great. Nice. It's good. So what did you guys think of Mandalorian? Do we really want to go into it or we want to wait we'll for Jay We'll wait, we'll we wait, wait for Jay Hughes. I thought, it was, I thought it was great. I think, it's, I think it's good, though. I mean, it, it's it's payoff. The whole episode's payoff. Yeah. That that TIE fighter fight was so cool. Yeah, that that, that, was, that episode is fantastic. It's, yeah, it's so good. Talk about TT. Probably my favorite <laughs> one. My, my only issue with it is, oh, I guess we'll get it. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm going to oh. get into it. Uh, <laughs> one, I feel like the stormtroopers at the end of the tunnel were an equal amount or less than things that we've seen IG-88 kill in the past Yeah. without self-destructing. And two, I just, uh, I don't feel like, I had the same problem with Thor Ragnarok. I don't feel like action scenes are Taika Waititi's strength. <laughs> I think they're, he's not very good at, at conveying what's happening and who, like, who's advancing, who's retreating, who's, you know, like, the, the balance of what's going on. It's just kind of hectic, and then you get to the part that's not action. But I could see that. I, I thought the TIE fighter scene, but that's one-on-one. But you're right. I could see that with, like, him storming the, the, the yeah. house with the, yeah. the stormtroopers. That did feel a little chaotic. <laughs> what did you guys think of the, uh, the like, five-minute gag thing at the beginning with Jason Sudeikis? I love that. No, I liked it. Yeah. It was so funny. It, it, it was... And uh, Adam Pauly, Adam Pauly. Yeah. It was funny till it wasn't funny, and then it became funny again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of those things. Like, it went on so long... That I was like, oh my god, this is taking forever, and then it, it became funny again. I, yeah. I like it. Uh, that was Taco. I mean, that was his only kind of signature on the episode. I thought. Yeah, that I mean, opening episode, you know, cold opening. I just think he does a really. I think Taco Waititi is really good at connecting with characters that you probably normally wouldn't connect with. I, I think Thor Ragnarok really shows that. Like, mm-hmm, you don't yeah. normally connect with Thor of all the Avengers characters, but he mm-hmm. makes Thor really relatable. Yeah. And I think the same thing is true in this episode. And how much of that is him and how much of his writing, I don't know, but like even the way they handled the demasking scene, mm-hmm. I think is really heartfelt. Yeah, IG-11 was I did the not, stand out of that. Look, that was also my biggest, uh, my third biggest complaint was the specific dialogue for no living yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, it was forced. <laughs> it was a bit but forced. But I think 
they're both good in it. I yeah. think they're both good in that scene. I think everybody. I, I really yeah. like the. Episode. He did recover kind of quick. Like he was about to die, and well, then he, like no, he had the back to spray. I know, but yeah. that happened pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking Star Wars. Yeah, like, it's, all of a sudden, he's like they, back. They, and they took fine. an established thing that we know heals people quickly <laughs> and put it in there. Yeah. Um, what do we think of the uh, the twist at the end? The, the dark saber. The dark saber. It's dope. I don't really. I, you know, we're gonna have to get more context on it. The last person we know to have is Bo Katan. Who I that's what I thought the ending of the show was going to be is I thought we were going to introduce Bo-Katan into it uh, or find out that the armorer was her, um, which is a character from Clone Wars and from Rebels. But no, we just got all the dark saber. We're just we're we're getting there. One of these fucking days, the dark yeah. saber is going to make it into a major movie. I like that the, <laughs> yeah. that Gus is going to be the big bad. It seems yeah. like going into season two for sure. Sure. So they definitely, I you know, things we didn't get answered was we don't know what happened to that chick from Agents of Shield. Yep, and we don't know who who was that. Who was it? Yeah, I thought it was going to be yeah Gus, and uh, I apparently was wrong. I think that's Boba Fett, and I think Boba Fett's rounding up a crew that's eventually going to go after him. They did a say, ragtag group. They did announce today that established characters from the original trilogy will be in season two. Hmm. So hmm. Boba Fett makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, for who that would be. You, can't, but. you don't want a Boba Fett movie. There's not enough there, but this works for Boba Fett. It's going to be the weird lizard guy. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people... Yeah, Bosk. Bosk, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people thought that there wasn't an overarching story, but, I mean, it's only eight episodes, and at least five of those episodes are directly That's tied funny, together. Because it was, it was actually a perfect marriage of kind of what I wanted I and what I didn't think that I wanted. Yeah. Because I wanted it to be more of what it was kind of later in the season where, it's, you know, he's just kind of bouncing One around off. solving problems. Yeah. But I liked the continuous thread because it, it added, you know, that additional level of stakes and it added, like, there was a purpose to going from episode to episode because you felt like you had to get to an end. Yeah, I feel like uh, the only real filler episode is the prison break one. I like the prison break one. And though. I like it. Yeah. I, 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 like I don't that think that's too. bad. I'm yeah. just saying I think it's the only one that really doesn't have maybe a purpose over the first season. Because uh-huh. um, the other one establishes Cara Dune and everything else pretty much is about Baby Yoda. You yeah. know what I mean? So... I don't know. I like that. It's show a good a show. I like that show a lot. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> we spoiled a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I probably won't remember. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. But I think that's it. Yep, that's it. Next week will be something. I don't know. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> thank you guys good. for listening. Uh, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, please leave us a review and stuff on iTunes. But if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on uh, realphonies@gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. We got uh, we love getting Star Wars rankings because no one nobody agrees. Do it, nobody, <laughs> nobody. Yeah, you can do it. It's you, the most uh, divisive thing. No, we've nobody learned. fucking <laughs> agrees. Last week we had a friend of the show Rafe send in uh, his rankings. This week we got which were uh, controversial. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I don't, I don't or think, wrong. I don't think they're. I don't think they're in non-controversial rankings. Yeah. But I think those. I was so agreed with with her. It's it's so controversial that I don't even know how to criticize it. So, yeah. yep. so Regina's, who is again friend of the show, number one, New Hope, two, Return of the Jedi, three, Phantom Menace, and then she kind of groups them together. Yeah. Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Revenge of the Sith, which I think is fair. I think those are all yep pretty common uh, in tone. Seven Empire Strikes Back. That's controversial. Eight Rogue One. Nine Solo. Ten Last Jedi. Eleven Attack of the Clones. In in general, it's pretty you know, con- it's pretty controversial to not put uh, Empire at the top. Yeah, in Empire, general, Empire not near the top, and Phantom Menace at number three. Yeah, See, I can get behind Phantom Menace at three. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I like. I came back a lot higher on that last rewatch, but Empire needs to be one, and New Hope needs to be seven because New just, Hope doesn't age as well as, as Empire and La- and Return of the Jedi. Those it, two hold up better. I think New Hope is light years beyond Return of the Jedi. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. It feels older. 
I just I just can't believe that everyone agrees that Attack of the Clones is the worst no, one. No, Last Jedi is the worst one, but I'm saying she has it where <laughs> close to you where say it that. everybody. Is her bottom five are the same as mine. I think she's in a little different, a little different yeah. order, but yeah, yeah, pretty. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I could pity and patty it, but yeah. Actually, Zach, this is your first time on the podcast. Yeah. What are your uh, give us a Star Wars right now? I it's been so long since I watched any of them aside from the ones that just came out. Have you seen the new one yet? I haven't seen the new one. Okay. Maybe I'll do a watch through of all of them, and I'll send you. <laughs> yeah, I I saw Solo. Okay. I always wondered where he got those dice from. <laughs> That's my yep. takeaway of that. Well, cool. Actually, since you're here, do you want to plug your own podcast? Sure. Why not? For our uh, 20-some-odd listeners. <laughs> hey, if we add together, there'd be like 30 listeners. Yep. <laughs> um, so I do a podcast called Broke Box Office. I do it with my brother. It's all about movies that are free to watch on the internet uh, in some official capacity, not like Every movie is free to so watch like on the radio. TV, TV, or whatever. Or mostly YouTube. We've been yeah. doing. We recently did one on Daily Motion. Um, just stuff that's like easy to just like put on, and it's usually like older stuff, B movies, weird stuff. So if you like that kind of thing, you know. Oh, and we also do like a series of short films that we review because those are usually free. Also, yeah, that's I, it. I will say, I I don't think either, cool. I don't think either one of you enjoyed watching a Hallmark movie. No, but but, but listening to both of you break down <laughs> while you're trying to like take a like tactfully deconstruct a hallmark movie mm-hmm. is fucking fantastic yeah. i tried to be nice it was probably my favorite one <laughs> it was tough it was tough to get through and technically tough because the microphones failed and like it was bad time yep <laughs> uh, but yeah thanks for having me here it was absolutely, a lot of fun yeah. Yeah. next thanks time you're coming you join us, next time you're back in the states you're welcome yeah. to come back it'll be in 2020 yep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that's it again uh reach us at realphones.gmail.com uh, thanks to Zach Evans for our... Hey, he's right here. You're hey, welcome. It's, it's, I'm so used to it that it's like, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and thanks to Brian Velasquez for our theme. And we'll see you guys next week. Later. Nice. Do, 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 do. I think that went good.